0: Welcome for another episode of the group podcast. How are we doing today? We've got a spicy one. The great 6v6 debate. We've seen this discussion quite a lot in and around the Overwatch sphere of was 5v5 better? Did we make or was 6v6 better? Did we make a big mistake switching over and to discuss that issue? I have brought an elite squad with me here to duke it out. Are the intellectual titans in the top right? Starting us off is Jake Overwatch. Jake representing 5v5. What's up? How's it going, SVB? Happy to be here. Back to back episodes as well. Love to see it. And returning from his stint, well, he's still doing it, but returning from the world of Minecraft, is new developer, Samito, representing 6v6. Sam, what's up? Hey, good to be back, SVB. Good to have you back, man. First appearance in a while. How have you been?
1: Ah, busy. Tired, but wouldn't trade it for the world, you know? Wouldn't trade it nice. for the world. Really excited. Nice.
0: We look forward to seeing what you cook there. Uh, and speaking of cooking, someone who's already cooking with his background, as always, he does on the Group Up podcast, representing Team 5v5 in the bottom left is Avril. Avril, what's up?
2: You know, when SVB calls, I got to answer. It was like, you got to come in for the debate. You didn't even have to tell me what the topic was. You could have put me on the 6v6 team. It doesn't matter. You man. I, I, you call me up for the debate. Whatever I'm debating,
0: I'm here to debate you hear, you're angry, you've got thoughts, you want to share them. I like it. That's how Avril rolls. And for his first appearance on the podcast, here with the spice and the plenty of thoughts that I'm sure he'll share with us, representing Team 6v6 is Overwatch League's Hawk. Hawk, what's up?
3: Um, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm able to have a platform to like say my opinions in less than 140 characters on Twitter. So, you know, that's, that's nice. I appreciate you having me
0: that's what it's all about i mean we've you know tweets go back and forth and plenty of beef has been formed on twitter slash x but it is nothing quite like having the discussion face to face or at least digitally face to face so that's what we're here to do we're going to go over the main issues of what has happened as Overwatch has switched from Overwatch 1 to 2 from 6v6 to 5v5 we've gone through various iterations but i think largely we're going to focus on 222 row locked 6v6 but if our panelists want to bring up open queue as well they're more than uh, welcome to do so and obviously we're gonna have a lot of heated discussion potentially so it'll be my job just to moderate I'm not gonna try and give too many of my own opinions I'm just gonna try and make sure everyone sticks in line and I'll call out any any BS should anyone say anything that is just straight up factually untrue I will try and check them and also make sure they don't run over time which some of my guests I won't name names tend to tend to like talking a little bit too long perhaps I need to Rain them in a little bit. But let's start off with just what we might discuss as opening statements. This is the debate after all. So I want to hear the opening stances from our guests. Guys, in like one minute, in a couple sentences, tell me your major stance, your major points. We'll start off with Samito, who is perhaps incumbent to convince the crowd that 6v6 was better. Sam, take it over.
1: So... I think 6v6 just offered more play styles to play the game. It offered higher quality matches across each role, and I think 5v5 has presented its own set of problems. I don't think that 5v5 is the end of the world in the sense that a lot of people are, are big doomers where they say, oh, 5v5 is like the end of the world, the game's absolutely garbage. Like, you still can get Overwatch's experience at 5v5. I just think the one that 6v6 brought offered more of a diverse experience and a more fun experience across each role, specifically in the tank category, Um, I find myself playing no tank at all in 5v5, and I just think the experience has become miserable. And it's caused a lot of support creep that has just kind of made support by far the best role in the game. Um, You could argue that's because of the role passive, you could argue the dual ability, um, constant immortalities just keep having to come out, because I think the power of the off-tank role has been transitioned to the support to help the solo tank be able to survive even more so than in uh, Overwatch 1. While 6 v 6 did have its problems, I think they were solvable in roll queue through balance. Open queue, I think, is a way bigger discussion that I don't really want to get into, because I think roll queue brought a ton of great things to the game, especially for your average player trying to play quick play. Uh, but I just think that in the 6 v 6 roll queue format, the game never got a chance to really be balanced away from double shield, and because a lot of the solutions are being held for Overwatch too, and I don't think that 6 v 6 at roll lock got a fair shot to really show what it could bring to the table.
0: Thank you, very nice and succinct. And if you ever see Samito glancing, I think what I'm seeing when he's glancing over is the notes that he's referring to, that him and Hawk yeah. have been, uh, these two have been doing their research. They've got like an eight page thesis on why they believe what they believe. But I think flying off the seat of their pants might be the uh, team 5v5 here. So let me take it actually to Avril. Avril, your opening statement, and then we'll round off the rest of the panel. I'm I'm just glad
2: that one uh, took less time than a 30 minute YouTube video. So we're starting strong there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> i got those notes too don't we? i think we got the same notes, sam which is good because then uh, we can refer to the same things <laughs> generally speaking i think um um 5v5 is necessary for improved balance of the game so when you talk about balance of the game you don't think 6v6 was offered a fair shot in balance i think 6v6 was offered many years of fair shots in balance um things like roll queue obviously improved balance by a lot Lowering the number of tanks improves the balance specifically because tanks themselves, when overlapped, is the role that offers the most synergy than any other role. Two DPSs together, you couldn't find two DPS picks or two support picks. Two supports probably synergize even better than two DPSs. But two tanks, when they synergize together in terms of what they offer to a team composition, the gap between that and two tanks that are not synergized together is greater than any other role in the game. And uh, in terms of tankiness and overall team tankiness as well, That's just in particularly incredibly true in terms of how much more durable your entire team is when two tanks are working together optimally. And most people don't play the game together optimally. So the overall position for 5v5 is that it's actually a game that ends up being easier to balance. And it's a direction of the game that's better for the health of the game overall for the majority of players who play it more as a solo queue game and not like an optimally we are playing at the maximal level of like here's how you should pick two tanks together that will always work together well. You can just have one player doing their thing, and uh, that makes a lot more sense with the design
0: of the game. Okay, again, very fair, very succinct. Thank you, Avril. Uh, let's take it over to Hawk. Hawk, you're back on the 6v6 side. Is there anything you want to add on your opening statement that maybe Samito or Avril didn't cover?
3: Um, I think that, you know, like, the 5 5 format was not made originally for Overwatch. You now, like, all the maps, a lot of the fan-favorite heroes were not made, and I think all of like, the issues that Five Five have has only amplified all the issues that Overwatch had, Overwatch 1 had, when... Besides, like, Double Shield, which was easily fixable. Like, if you think Double Shield wasn't fixable, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not gonna sit here for two hours and say, Double Shield wasn't fixable. Uh, and, um... That's just... Like, Q times were not fixed. Um, when the game launched, Overwatch 2, no one wanted to support, so now they're so powerful that other Q times have been hit, as long as them. And then... You have tanks, they have less playstyles. A lot of them are outdated. They don't fit in the game. A lot of them, a lot of tanking now, which is about hero selection. It's about counterpicking. It's about what hero, what heroes the devs have artificially made their flavor of the month tank. What tank is statistically better than the other ones and what hero they want to have meta or be oppressive on the map. Which, honestly, shooting out a tank in Overwatch 2 or the tank war in Overwatch 2 is so much less forgiving, and it's just not as fun working in tandem with someone else. And um, I think that the biggest issue of them all is that 5v5 matchmaking cannot be fixed. It cannot be fixed. No matter what they do, they cannot fix one sided of matches and stomps. The margin for error is too little to have a fun experience in Overwatch because 5v5 offers too many variables that you cannot account for in an unorganized death match scenario.
0: I like it. Great points, actually. I think so. We've got we've got a lot of cool areas. We're gonna I'm gonna just shout out here that we'll touch on later. We got obviously Samito talking about the different play styles it offers. Avril bringing the practical approach of like, well, look, this is just way easier to balance. We had years to try and fix six v six and we couldn't. Hawk bringing in this discussion of counterwatch that we all experience, but also queue times and and maybe just the matchmaking being impossible to balance. Jake, round us off with your statement on. 5v5 before we kind of really dig into these issues
4: yeah i think for me five on five just offers a, a, a more broad future for the game i think the the irony of six on six is that in fact it was more reductive in terms of like what was actually good i think like hawk's point that you know like yeah you can work with people is a fair one and when you do work together with people like that peak experience of six on six like how pros play is like had like more more possibility right more players uh more synergies tank has somebody to work with in their role which feels like you're not the only tank right like i can see those points however i think to further what avril mentioned like the reality of six on six was that yeah like any any meta could have been fixed right like two shield it's not like two shield was unfixable they could have made another tank combo fixable or or like better like good enough to beat it or whatever right like we could make winston diva good enough to beat it but the, I think the real problem with the six on six hero picks is that you'd never, you'll, no matter what you do to fix the game, the, the tank role is going to be duos. It's not individual. You can't pick what you want to play. No, never in 6v6, unless you happen to want to play the duo that suits your partner. So there are certain heroes that are exceptions, just like D.Va. Okay. Yeah. D.Va can be played with like most of the cast on the other tank role and be okay. But pretty much every other tank has, like, one or two heroes that can be played with it in the tank role that are, like, remotely viable. And if the enemy team picks two heroes that fit, they whether it's Orisa, Sigma, whether it's Ryan and Diva, Ryan and Zarya, Winston and Zarya, stuff like that. If you don't pick those combos, you just auto-lose. No matter what, like, even if you, as, like, I would cute tank sometimes, I'm like, I want to play the most tri-hard stuff possible, I will play Orisa, I will do whatever, and then... I like I pick Arissa and my teammate goes Winston. You know it's like we just auto lose. It doesn't matter what we do. We're 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 we have to be. We're we're both handicapped to each other. And so if I'm willing to be a psycho and just say I don't care, I'm here to play Roadhog. Teams on teams stuck with me. And that, I mean to be fair, Roadhog's still that way in Overwatch too. But at least it's not like that's one hero that is like super flawed and is is they've already said is like you know they're gonna rework him. But the reality is that. You know, is those duos that were, like, taking over the game, and every meta was just a different duo dominating. It was never, like, a true flexibility of, okay, I can switch to this, I can switch to that, I can switch to that. It's like, no, you're playing one of the relevant duos, and it turns out there's only a small number of those, despite the fact that there's so many permutations of two tanks.
0: Okay. Thank you very there much. There weren't many tanks.
4: Okay, go ahead, yeah, tanks go ahead. Yeah, go ahead,
3: there weren't many tanks in the game. Like, there's only so many combinations you could run. There weren't many tanks in the game. They stopped adding content to the game. They already checked out of 6v6, pretty much when they launched ROLKEY at that point. Like, they were checked out.
2: Fair more point. tanks to right.
3: Also, I think support synergies are just as powerful as tank synergies. You could argue... I, you I could would
2: disagree p- with that. Yeah, I also disagree,
3: like, try okay,
0: well, disagree why don't you with well sta- why don't you state your point then, Hulk, and then these two can disagree with it or not.
3: Try playing GOATS without Brig. Or, or Larry Bep, try playing it. Not possible. Try playing double shield with Merciana.
2: Try I playing play goats we'll with go- no three tanks. Same shit.
4: Well, hold on. I think we probably just shouldn't talk about goats because okay, I'm not gonna, Okay, it's sorry, not, it's like a I'll, different format, right? I'll, I'll so, like, talk, we, we we're, yeah. are agreed on roll. Queue, right? so 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 t- t- like, like, I think we should just not talk okay, about. Anything I that's not talk about. I'm we're just here
1: to argue. Yeah,
3: I'll talk about double shield. Try playing double shield without bat brig or Am i playing double
2: shield without without Sigmar norse
4: i mean well I my mean, point is, here's but, the, here's the point. thing i think you would win and uh, tell, tell me if you disagree if if i'm if you're playing double shield with whatever what's whatever terrible support comp you want mercy Ana, like terrible synergy versus like roadhog and winston i'm pretty confident double shield's gonna win i don't care if roadhog and winston have good support
3: okay yeah but the support synergies it oh, there's also some massive support synergies over on too that dictate whether or not you're gonna have fun on tank in the game.
4: Yeah, but I think that's become the bigger problem because we've gotten rid of the biggest problem, which was tank synergies. So obviously there's no more tank synergies, and so now supports I mean, yeah support synergies better, better than cover three Supports just cover
3: three roles. They cover the the, the off tanks role. They cover the supports role. They that do have now massive healing, and they have and now they have they cover the the dueling role as well. They can now duel DPS, which just slows the game down.
4: That's not really my experience. The duel is like two on one, sure, or sports helping each other can like fight, but like there's very few sports that can win one on ones. Like, or or realistically, Anna, I mean you have like break. some hope in the right circumstance, but like most of the time, if a DPS is fighting at DPS's effective range, they like want those fights and will seek them out. Sure, the Sa- both supports together are gonna de- dominate, but that's a different story.
0: Sam is very politely holding his hand up. Sam,
4: I think the only tank synergy that people hated was, was double
1: shield. That's the only one that was talked about in the 6v6 rollout format. Nobody complained about Monkey Diva. Nobody complained about Double Bubble. Nobody complained about Ryan Zarya. I don't even think people necessarily complained too much about Ryan Sigma. I think the main issue was with Double Shield and w- the way that Double Shield would have been fixed is where I agree with Hawk. If you played Murciano with Double Shield, you could play Dive into it. And that's like the classic bunker lineup, right? Where on the Anubis First or the, I guess, Jake, just to give you a laugh, you said, no, Arissa Winston. I think the, the uh, Gladiators would disagree with you on Paris first defense with the bastion comp that used to out against Ghosts. That was just a joke. I thought that
4: was funny. I remember that comp. I and mean, that was a troll thanks
1: to that, right? Yeah, it was a troll comment. It's not a point. It's just a troll comment. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think that t- the idea that the tank combos were bigger than the support combos when the anchor of these comps were the supports. I mean, I agree the problem with Double Shield, like, the sustainabilities and those synergies with both Fortify, really, and Grass, which were the two big parts of, like, why Arisa and Sig were just so powerful, but if you played Murciano with those comps, like, you were able to run Dive into Double Shield and pretty much roll it, like, you could play Ball Dive, you could play anything like that, and that wasn't caused by the tank synergies, that was caused by support, so I I don't think it's a completely fair thing to say that the tank combos were what defined the game and like were the end-all be-all when it really the ones that people complained about were just Erysa and Sigma. I, I don't see, I, I agree with, I'm, I'm not going to bring up OpenQ, but I, I think that's not really fair to say with how strong Brig and Bap were for the double shield comps too. I guess you could say Zen I, too, they, but. They,
4: I they challenge the premise that it's, only, that it's only double shield. Actually, I think that's a key premise that I just don't agree with because sure double shield was like one that was particularly annoying that people talk about. And most people were like, I love playing zarya Whatever, even though Ryan is not even that good by the time <laughs> yeah. you're playing Roki, right? But my, my point is this, that even stuff like Winston, Zarya, that people are like, this is a classic comp. This is not a problem. It's like, that is, like, fucked if you think of a balanced perspective, right? That, like, you have, like, your Ana and Brig. It's like, oh, you think you can come inside the bubble and sleep dart my Winston? No, he's bubbled, actually, and you, you can't CC him anymore. This hero who's, like, most biggest vulnerability should be CC. Oh, well, I blocked that one. I'm D.Va, I'm matrixing my Winston for four seconds on Ana and you just die to him because you literally can't play the game for four seconds while my Winston's killing you. Like, those synergies are also incredibly oppressive. And whether or not people like complained about them, for me, it's like, yeah, okay, Two Shield was like a particularly aggravating, annoying comp to play where it feels like the only thing you can do is one-hit people, right? So it's like particularly hated. But the Winston D.Va, like, still would shit on any other, like, if you pick... So we've got our certain tank combos that like have synergy that have like a clear way to play together and you match them up against any tanks that like don't actually work well together, like Zarya and Orissa or whatever, right? Like you just like any of the combos that like a Roadhog with like almost anything in the game except Orissa and Sigma, right? Like though any of those like weird, you know, un- tank combos you don't think about when you think about six because no one played them. That's the problem is that you, if you wanted to play these like other, like you're basically handicapped to always pick something that synergizes with your other tank. And I think that... So, like, yes, it w- if my tank goes Winston, I'm picking literally Zarya or D.Va, right? Like, that's it. You ball Winston, garbage. You're going to get stomped by a Diva. You know, like, like, even these combos that, like, almost seem like they could work, they don't work, you get stomped. By the other... By It doesn't matter with its meta. Like, by, like, any two heroes that work together will stomp two heroes that don't work together. And so, for me, if you're queuing tank, you're handicapped to always... Pick a synergy hero. Whether then, and, and aside from like Diva, most heroes have like one to two heroes that actually work with them.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm tried?
3: S- oh, sorry, sorry.
0: No. Okay, Hog. I'll let you interject, but I want Avril to get a chance. But go, go ahead, and interject for now.
3: I mean, have you like played against Arissa right now? Have you played against the flavor of the tank raid boss that they just put into the game every other patch, where it feels like you have to play that hero, or you're constantly just at a disadvantage, fighting for your life, like play against Risk right now? I would. How is Orisa right now, even close to f- playing against Zarya Winston? Like you, when you shot a tank in Overwatch One, they took damage, they were killable, and you could actually win one v ones against them. Like you weren't just at the mercy of
4: just like what hoping tank in Overwatch One. Could you win a one v one against on a non-tank
3: Zarya? Diva. You could win a one v one against Zarya and Diva. She's a ten- hero. She has a twelve second self bubble
4: cooldown with four
3: hundred HP.
1: Yeah, but what hero can win a one v one with that? Anzo, uh, Reaper, Bastion. Ba- All right. Bastion. All Bastions can, like, Tracer,
3: a or whatever. Yeah. Tracer, like, a lot of the supports are able to fend her off or kite her like away. i think you can, like,
4: stay alive. What do you, but can you actually, what do you get, like, there's no hero that could ever 1v1 a tank? Wouldn't you get if, like they're both fighting in right their on. effective range? I just don't can. agree. I just All don't Hanzo agree. Hanzo like, definitely
3: when, could. when you shot a tank in Overwatch 1, they took damage. They weren't instantly healed for 200 in a second. And. You were actually able to kill them. Like we we didn't have these super tanks. When you got walked down by Divin Overwatch One, you didn't have four seconds of Matrix in your face with 300 armor. Like you actually were able to kill her and suppress her or do something. It more about like
4: it. You could run away with your life okay. when a tank comes at you. This, but this, that was this, my experience.
2: This scenario oh. is, is so is so wildly like I don't even how how often did you get into a one v one versus a tank and overwatch one? Not probably often probably really. because it, when you but, because, in Overwatch two it happens all the time.
3: You're because there's less just players. I
2: mean, yeah, obviously, is you got two less players on the battlefield, like that's definitely got to happen more often. Also, the the tanks in Overwatch two are definitely, obviously, they're more tanky. They've got to be more willing to take those one v ones. But um, instead of getting a one v one where you could maybe you could beat the tank in a one v one in Overwatch one, what you actually get is two tanks just mega peeling for each other. Two tanks working together optimally is. Wait, this is how it sounds like a stupidly obvious statement, but I'm going to make it anyway. Way tankier than one gigabuff tank. Like you want to talk about Arrested being unkillable? Two tanks working unbelievably optimally in Overwatch 1. Far more impressive. And that is an agree. apples an apples comparison. What do you mean you don't agree? When you have Ryan working together optimally, and we have double shield Arrested Sigma working together optimally, it's producing... Results. <laughs> like
0: Arisa
4: Overwatch uh, One just halts you like, every year in the game. Some tracer dies. Uh, like, just, it, just, it, just, for, just combos. Just get
3: Arissa out of the out of everyone's mind. Like everyone knows this year was problematic. Like I'm I'm talking about. Well, hold on. Curious. Now you're
4: talking about the new Arisa. I, why can't uh, we talk about the old Arisa be, with halts? Because
3: they keep they keep buffing her up and nerfing her. Like every other patch, she's the flavor of the month right now. Like, she is the meta. She is like the meta of the game. Like. But that's don't not think even. Arisa...
4: That's not even true right in overwatch League, we got like heavy like people playing queen like oh, we're, people, we're people about, playing sigma oh we're talking about Overwatch well, I mean, now well I mean my point is like the meta is like yeah sure I think I think Arisa is clearly like overtuned right now and is too strong and I, I think she will get nerfed
2: just tune her back but I think like
4: I... I, is she really that like compare Arisa now to so many metas in overwatch 1 in which there was like hard lock two tanks together and your synergy was ridiculous and you just crush and then it was like it was so hard that like you literally didn't see other matchups like okay like it was so rare
0: so i'm going to intervene here because obviously there's a lot of of points flying around i want to try and make sure we address each state the state i know sam i'm going to give you your turn i want to make sure we try and actually address some of the statements that are brought up because what's happening a lot is that we're making one statement is spiraling into some other discussion because there's there's things that haven't been fully fleshed into sam i'm not sure what you're wanting to bring up i just want to bring up that we never really fully did to bed the support synergy argument that we actually started this whole thing with. Um, So Sam, first I'll let you speak and then I want to bring it back to this idea that was support synergy as oppressive in Overwatch 1 as tank synergy was and is equally problematic. So Sam, what do you got to say? Hello guys, SEB here and the Goop Up podcast is back and I'd like to take just 30 seconds of your time to talk to you about two quick things. Firstly, Patreon. If you enjoy the content then please do consider supporting directly because Patreon takes only about 10% of the money you give, where YouTube and Twitch take 40 and 50% respectively. So if you'd like to support the podcast then that is the best way to do so. Secondly, if you're someone who enjoys video essays or detailed analysis of movies, TV or anime, then please do check out my second channel, The Soak, where I'll be making videos about those kind of topics much more frequently and where a lot of my attention will go beyond just Overwatch. It would mean the absolute world to me if you guys would check it out, but that's it for now. Let's head back to the discussion.
1: Yeah, well, I want to go to the 1v1 point after, but we'll go one by one, I agree. Um, I would say, I honestly believe that the support synergies, and, and I wouldn't even know, I would, I'm not sure if I want to say support synergies, but just AoE healing in general, right? AoE healing in general stacking, so I guess it is kind of, kind of that. Um, I, I argue that they were even stronger than the tanks, like, at, at every level. Like, you know, I, I don't want to bring up goats here, but... You know, I think that bridge. I think
4: we literally—if you talk about six, like anything except roll queue, this discussion is impossible. Like we have to yeah. agree that roll queue is the only thing we're discussing. Yeah, in my opinion. Okay. Like we want to yeah, talk about I mean, Q's I don't game,
0: think either Hulk or Sanito. You're not arguing for open queue, are you?
4: I'm not Yeah, no, I'm not arguing for Hawk? open queue. I'm making a point about what caused. Because we'd say to happen. three support stacking synergy might be. Yeah, that might have been yeah. better yeah. than ten so, so, so Hulk, are you? Sorry, like just, to clear, context, just to be right? clear, just to
0: be clear, Hulk, are you a, a advocate of open queue or do you prefer roll queue? I mean, I'm Are you here arguing for a roll right now.
4: I'm,
3: I'm arguing for the 6v6 roll queue right now.
0: Okay, okay. So then we'll stick okay. only to 6v6 roll queue. Yep. Okay, Sam, carry on. Yeah. I,
1: I would say that the AoE healing ability stacking, like, for example, what the most pain, pain in the rear end double shield comp that was run was when it was Bap Brig, right? Because when they played Bap Zen, you realistically, like, there were times where you could win playing Dive, and especially just in your average rank game or wherever it may be. And I think also we should try to take the discussion to what low-level players' experience are like, because I actually disagree with a lot of the things that uh, was said about 5v5, about it being, like, better or easier to balance. I think it's actually harder when you get to tanks, but we'll get to that later. Um I think that if you look at what happened with... If you play double shield without Bap and Brig and the AoE healing stacking, you actually had an option that was easy to play. Or not easy to play, but a viable, consistent option into it being dive until they swap to Brig to just enforce that comp, right? So... Those support stacking and those abilities, particularly the DLC supports, made that comp abysmal to play against because you could pick Dive into it if it wasn't Bap and Brig, right? So I I don't think it's fair to say that the tank synergies were more oppressive. I think supports were... Particularly Brigida in Overwatch 1, given Inspire with like a six player was just way stronger than in 5v5. Even now, it's still a strong ability, but having that extra player to heal is just, you know, builds up Rally way faster. So I, I just don't think it's fair to say, and I don't think that people really thought that D.Va and Winston diving you were nearly as oppressive as Orisa and Sigma with these comps. I think it was just respond. one outlier in tank. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay,
2: so go ahead, I roll. I think this is more of an argument against Brig than, than actual support synergies. Brig, especially, is a huge outlier in Overwatch 1. She was, for most of her life in Overwatch 1, mega overtuned, especially against dive. So, specifically, this is the Brig problem. I don't see this as a support stacking problem. It's a Brig-specific problem. Inspire, you and I really agree on this, Sam. Inspire, hugely broken. Most pub players, Having most like local players, have no idea how broken inspire was hugely stun problematic. Was was, so you could you could you crazy could, broken. You could fix one support yeah. hero and like AoE heal stacking, inspire stacking with everything else, a lot of those issues you just outlined would have been solved just by fixing Brig. Brig is the right. problem. It's not really I don't see this double supports as the problem. It's the brig that's the problem in that equation. So yeah, in right. terms of like in terms of like um two tank synergy versus two support synergy. Uh, I'm going to put the goats discussion to bed just by summarizing that. Both required. you. And this is the last I'll speak about goats, if, ideally, unless it gets brought up again. Um, you needed the three tanks. You needed the three supports. Sorry. You couldn't goats. operate. You couldn't... You, okay, I mean, event
0: things... All separate. right, well, let's, okay, let's keep goats out of it. Let's keep goats out of it. Let's keep goats oh, out okay. of it. We said we're going to save two <laughs> to two. That two <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> sorry.
1: Okay, I help myself.
2: Right. You need healing. Even in roll lock, even in... Two, two, two. You need the healing with the optimal tank output for maximum tankiness. The reason why I say two tanks are harder to balance together than one tank on its own is because you can have a broken hero like Arista currently in five v five. You can tune her back down. That's whatever. Or can maybe later uh, argue later on that that produces flow of the month. That's still fixable by I don't know. They they can do things to balance. I think it's more flow of the month for the higher level than it is for lower level lower levels. We'll discover that in more detail. Um. It come out? The reason have why seen, two tanks are Zarya's, hundred... Zarya's buff, hang on, I to I gotta finish my I got point. I baited <laughs> you a little bit there to come in, but I gotta finish my point. Um, the reason why two tanks are hard to balance together is because their tankiness is exponentially higher It's not even we're not even just talking about base HP values or you get 200 more HP off a bubble. It's exponentially higher when you have things like you know, a matrix over a Ryan, bubbles on a or you know, a Sigma holding a shield or Arista putting a shield and like two tanks working together and at some point i would like either hawk or sam to answer how you would have fixed through patch notes double shield because i'm very curious about that i i think that's a lot harder to fix that would make sense for the game than you know you guys put it out there to be um yeah you don't have that in like some of the best you know you we can talk about some of the best combos and supports in either overwatch 2 or overwatch 1 yeah funnily enough probably a lot of them end up. a lot of the most broken ones end up having brig in them and as we discussed brig is just fucking stupidly broken at especially at that stage um but a lot of what jake said comes true as well where it's just like you know you you have to optimally play around your tank partner otherwise your team just doesn't work and that that just isn't as true especially for dps a little bit more true for supports but extremely true for tanks okay, okay. Hawk,
0: go ahead
3: okay when Overwatch 1 launched, there was like a finite resources you had. Like the most amount of healing you could run was, let's say, Anna Mercy. Anna Mercy was the yeah, most one uh, healing.
4: didn't exist on launch.
3: So. Okay, fine. After Anna <laughs> launched, pretty much. Anna Mercy was the most amount of healing you could run. Get and rejected. these heroes don't have support ults. They have clear downsides. Anna has no mobility. Mercy is defenseless. She does nothing to help your team a lot of the time. Unless you're popping off. Unless one of DPS popping off. Now... There are support synergies where you can run Anakiri, constant, constant, like 200 heals per second on the solo tank, making the tank war so boring, so helpful. And then if you ever do walk past them, they're just like, Nade buffs the healing, anti you, Suzu, okay, now you have, new new to the game, Bapolari, crazy, crazy single target AoE healing on Bap, crazy single target healing, plus two deployables you have to go through. Like, that is so hard. Do you think when they're, b- they're making these supports, they're thinking, "Oh wow, how are these supports going to work out with each other?" It's the same thing with tank. It's the same tank synergy, same thing. Then there's other things like Anna Brig, where it feels like you—it's so hard to get in as a solo tank. You have to constantly trade cooldowns, and there's like no dopamine in, in t- playing tank and just trading cooldowns. Like, and the thing is, even if you do like positively win the, the cooldown trade, that doesn't guarantee a fight win. Like, it makes tank just like not really fun. You're not really working with anyone, and a lot of time you don't have. The right DPS on your team to do any or the right supports to do anything on tank as a solo tank. You're just constantly just doing like nothing, shooting a tank that has so much HP, so much shield per second, winning the tank war doesn't really matter unless you just counterpicked, of course. You just counterpicked, of course, and you really just don't have the same amount of impact because you're not working with anyone. Like there's just you can make more mistakes on tank and win, because you've so much HP, you have so much sustain. You can There's just so little like, there's like just less playstyles too. Like, there's just barring double shield, barring double shield there's less things you can do on Zarya. At the high level, it requires you having a Genji or Reaper to do anything. Because people just won't shoot your bubbles. The hero is not made for 5v5. On D.Va, let's just talk about D.Va. She's She's freaking. Le- she's just useless. She's useless. She doesn't do anything better than any other hero in the game at the top level. She doesn't have an ultimate. Her ultimate is useless. I remember, Diva Bombs Overwatch 1? Like, oh man, you could actually rate a player at how good they are at Diva Bombs. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing at Diva You're Bombs? Time, you a top level build,
2: though. You're a okay. really specific okay. to top level. Fine, like, fine, fine.
3: Just... Let's do regular players. Regular players, regular players, they don't play many heroes. They, they don't play many heroes. They don't want the pressure of being the solo tank because they're always being blamed. And let's just... Regular players are just worse the game. Like we just know that they 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 get counterpicked more easily. They don't know why they're winning or losing. And then their regular players, they're more likely to just leave the game. They're more likely to not have their time value. They they don't think their time is valued. They're more likely to go play another game that values their time or is more fun for them.
0: Okay, so I will just say that we'll we'll have an entire discussion on what the experience is like for like the average player. I'm I'm happy talking. Just general philosophy and higher level stuff right now because we're talking, kind of big big picture. But we will definitely hawk. We'll get into what it's like for like your average player and the difference there. Sam, you've been wanting to say something for a bit.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna. I was gonna say I'd like to talk about the average player's experience because I'll take for that later. But that's all good. Um, Avril, to answer your question about how like we would balance out double shield, I would describe double shield's problem as it was both tank creep. It was DLC creep, is what it was. It wasn't just. And I'll agree with you guys there. Part of that, you know, like was the tank issue in that. Orissa and Sigma were like NBA two K custom made characters. You, it, it was like each character is supposed to have a hundred points you can give. They maxed out shooting from three point, and then they maxed out. I don't know what is other what uh, some other stat in two K, but then
4: oh, this, uh, every stat except you know, every
1: stat, right? So th- then you know you got uh, the ability to play the big man position too, because. They were range poke tanks. And I thought, like, bunker, you know, some of my favorite, you know, times watching Overwatch League was the old AKM Blade days, right? Where, you know, you would have the classic orissa bunker comp on Anubis or something. And then they had Mercy Xana supports, right? Before Double Shield came in. Like, that bunker style of play, I didn't mind in the right situations when you could actually play dive into it to counter. It's kind of like the cycle of comps that I'm sure you guys understand where certain things are good into certain things depending on the situation. And, that gave a lot of depth to Overwatch, and I've, I found that to be super, super fun, like going up top left on Anubis to flank as Genji and get an angle. I'm not trying to say bring back 2CP before somebody says that. That's not what I'm saying. Um, so in order to maintain the bunker style of play, they can maintain the ranged poke, but they can't have better sustainabilities than, like, Reinhardt, for example. Like, Fortify was busted. And when they made it, that like, you couldn't headshot people while in Fortify with CC immunity and what was it, 40 or 50% damage negation on top of your barriers and cooldowns recharging. I think what should have been nerfed with Arisa and Sigma were either like the Grasp and the Fortify. I-, I think those two abilities were just crazy busted, though I've seen people say Sig just shouldn't have a shield and he should just have his Grasp. That one doesn't really matter to me. It can go really either way, but you just can't have them have everything. And to also talk to your point where you said 6v6 was around for years and given, like, attempts. 6v6 roll queue was around for nine months before the last character in the game was added to go into Overwatch 2. I think you guys are right if that was a point about open queue. I think the timing for 6v6 roll queue was a little bit unfortunate with Overwatch 2's announcement, and, like, clearly there was an Arissa rework that was around for a while that you know, potentially could have been added in Overwatch 1. I won't get into the speculation about that, but I don't think it's fair to say that 6v6 overwatch 2, or Overwatch 1 roll queue was tried for a long enough period of time um, because Echo came out April of 2020, if I'm not mistaken, and 6v6 came out in, on PTR for, and the Contenders playoff patch in September August. or August, August of 2019. So I don't think it's necessarily fair to say that 6v6 was given a fair shot to show what it can do. Um, I think if they just nerfed uh, Arissa, Bap, um, Brig, and Sigma in some ways that it would have
0: been fine. Okay, Jake Averill, either of you want to respond, I'll show it mean, quickly
2: because I know Jake hasn't had a, had a shot to come in yet. So I'll respond quickly. Um, do you not think like Rollock is partially also a response to lowering the number of tanks in the game as well? Because that's partially what I see. I don't look. I don't buy the the whole take that a lot of people have. Like, oh, Rollock was coming, was brought into Counter-Goat specifically. It has done that, but um, it, it did a lot of other things for the game. I won't name all of them, but you could clearly tell that without Rollock tanks really are they're just better dps they're bigger tankier deal tons of damage um so combine that with aoe healing that's, i mean that's exactly how we all go sorry for bringing that up once again but it's like Rolock was even necessary to reduce the number of tanks in the game from four and three to just two and you and you could actually see by the way when it was open queue how much more exponentially tanky everything was and again it sounds stupidly obvious but you have to really understand it's not just adding one more tank. It's just, oh, here's just another 400 HP. It no, it's exponentially tankier because of all the mitigation abilities stacking on top of each other and okay. all the cooldowns stuck on top of each other. Um, I still want to counter the, the, the double shield thing. I don't think Hulk wants to interject, interject with something, but in terms of double shield, the thing that was actually unfun for people to play against, I mean, yeah, sure. Remove or like nerfing Grasp or nerfing Fortify, would have helped a lot in terms of actually diving on top of them and having the ability to kill them. But the thing that was unfun about the game for the majority of the play base was that it was just annoyingly boring to shoot through two shields. Two shields on constant rotation means you were shooting nothing else except for shields. Playing DPS, complete ass. Like, you're, you're, the game now, is staying Now you're shooting
1: immortal tanks like Orisa. It's the same problem. You're not killing
2: at least You're at least shooting a player, not a shield. It's, it's not okay, so Arissa
3: had a rework locked and loaded. Just because they abandoned the game does not does not mean it was like like the announced Overwatch two like three months after Roki was at playing. At least, the least game.
2: you can sh- at least you can shoot other players on the team and you can just ignore the aristot. It's like, the same core issue shield, though, I'm that you not can't sure. kill anything you're shooting. it's am not going to argue
3: under a, a different mask. It's not it's not a debate. Like double shield was patchable. Like they they made a hero like Sigma that has the best poke can shoot <laughs> well, you around that, corners. That's
1: not his which, point though. That's not his like, point though. What he what he's saying is like it's. Correct me. Can I get to the crux of this real quick, Avril? Are you yeah, saying that it, what's frustrating to players is shooting something that they aren't contributing in? Like they aren't like you're, it's like a it's a bait to be shooting it almost. Like it's not rewarding to shoot that target. The same thing is true in the game right now. Because of five v five, because now in order, because there's no off tank and an Overwatch one, you, this could is just Zarya, risk, you could kill a Zarya, you could kill a Diva. No, it's not. It's a Ram. I'm not killing a Ramaksha. And that's the new tank design. When Queen was meta with the flavor of the month tank, she had so much self sustain that she wasn't killable. Ball. And, ball ball was and, it's, and this is even more now there's a diff- for LoS players. Uh,
3: Sorry, was meta. Okay, okay. You're right? Racco- well, so let uh, me let, let, let me. me Avril, jump
4: in, let let, yeah, take hey, Jake, Go ahead. You go ahead, Jay. I think I think I have a. I think I can cut through some of this. So I think. Part of the the actual core difference. Speaking of just like the feeling to play is like, in theory, the flavor of the month meta tank like Arissa is is like yeah she's like unkillable in a lot of scenarios where the supports are healing her. But I think one of the crucial things about even like ultra broken Arissa right now is you could flank and like ignore her on the other on DPS in particular on some a lot of the supports who have the mobility to flank you can flank and ignore her. She has no pick capability to punish you on a high ground unless she can get to you. She's like a very She's like a god at close range, right? I think, yes, it's like super broken, especially in the tank 1v1, super broken. A lot of tanks like have nothing they can do about that. But a, most of the heroes in the game actually can play around Arissa, And you compare that to something like Double Shield. And I think a lot of the comps that were meta in Overwatch 1, every fight had like multiple phases in Overwatch 1. And the first phase was, we're just going to trade cooldowns with each other and and get an advantage before anybody really commits like if you get an advantage i might just fall back because i know you're going to commit if i get an advantage i'm going to jump in on you and use my the my winning cooldown because we, we forced your cooldowns i still have my cooldown i'm going to use that to actually go in right That that's like the nature of almost every fight in overwatch one was extended trading other than when you're popping ults like emp or whatever and hard going but most of the time it's like extended trading phase when there's not some decisive ult to start with and to double shield i think one of the key problems with it was that the the extended trading phase was like a minute every fight is like 60 seconds of trading before somebody runs out of cooldowns that is heinous that's the problem with in my opinion with two tanks is like even winston diva is like all right the winston's gonna zap you this bubble okay we break the winston ball now and now the diva's gonna matrix in for four seconds okay he jumps out okay we did 50 damage to the diva okay the winston's back he's getting healed now and he's back and he's here to contest us again in theory but no, i would they say they definitely the, were. The, the, I mean, I mean you could just acknowledge like, potential playing Arista ultimately and say it's and say killed. but but I think the reality is that the reality is that even even like meta comps, like like when wrecking ball is meta or whatever, if ball fucks up, he like he feeds, you know like it's actually like the really yeah, you're sure like the best players in the world, they don't fuck up, and when they go, they're gonna like always be getting kills, and that's why the meta is like this for the best players in the world. but I think the reality of Overwatch 2 is that that meta is less. Is less dominant across the spectrum of the player base and also that every fight actually you actually feel like you're fighting much quicker into the fight versus overwatch one i think one of the key for me like a big problem is like stuff like i mean snipers were meta for a huge percentage of overwatch one because they were like the only dps heroes that basically ignore i mean they participate in the poking phase but they can also ignore it and just make solo kills without really caring about clearing out the tanks like in in certain cases they can get their shot off and it's like, well, if you weren't there to stop me, I got my shot off, I killed somebody. And, you know, we are, we've we've created an advantage from nothing. And that, that's also why, you know, Tracer's, well, Tracer's always been a super dominant hero at the top level. But I think for, for a lot of players, it was like, you know, like, we just want to not do this, like, extended cooldown trading phase. I think that's for, like, as far as what makes the game fun, for me, playing DPS mostly now is, like, I think it's way more fun that I can at least, like, shoot something even if it's a fortified Arissa. like if a fort- if Arissa runs at me i run away i know that like that's okay for me because i'll run away and i'll try to take a new angle and shoot somebody else for old old winston diva it was like i show up on the flank and they jump on the, me and they fucking kill me and i can't even get saved or, or i peek a corner shoot one shot and then i'm halted and rocked by sigma and i'm fucking dead even from around the corner it was like the summarize you can't fuck up this poke trade versus overwatch 2 is like We're just fighting. It is more of a chaotic deathmatch. I just think that's more fun, honestly. I think that's more fun. And unless you're playing on a pro team where like it's who can optimize this perfect setup better to be perfectly clean. Sure, that was like really fun in a pro environment. But for most of the game, it was like, you are like, it's like, don't make mistakes game versus just play. Just like go shoot stuff, go on the flank, try to get kills. That's what Overwatch 2 feels like to me. It's not like a nobody make any mistakes game, which is how a lot of Overwatch 1 meta felt to me is like, just execute the things one after the other and don't fuck up.
2: Can I okay, make a it? So yeah, you, fu- you summarize it one and I'll cent- let the others respond. one cent. It, it, Really what it comes down to for me is that even if you're shooting at an unkillable Orisa, you're at least engaging with the game and that is infinitely more fun than just shooting two shields where you're not engaging with the game. That's my opinion.
1: Okay, Sam and then Hawk. So I agree with you guys that 5v5 is better than double shield, right? But our point is that 6v6 didn't need to go away just because they never fixed Double Shield. I think that's a big point. Like, like no one—and I think everyone in the community can understand this— no one really complained about— like, it's not even fair to say that the other tank synergies were in the near the realm of Awful that Double Shield was. It's its own beast, it's its own, like— SS tier, abysmal, awful, and I agree. I would rather play five v five with all these immortalities and the unkillable solo tank than I would double shield. I'll admit that one hundred percent. I think everybody, I think everybody out there probably would too. That was miserable, but just because they couldn't fix the one double shield does, does not mean that the other tank synergies and cooldowns were remotely as oppressive. And also, like as a DPS hero, Echo could do it, Hanzo could do it, even Cass could do it if he hit two headshots. Like you, Soldier could do it. Tanks were killable. So if somebody made a mistake, it was really easy to, like, it was much easier to kill them in that game. And I would argue that even for a high level player, aside from, like, if you're playing snipers, because snipers in this game, which I'm sure we'll get to that at some point, are just, just out of tune, out of whack, just not Overwatch. Doesn't feel like Overwatch to me. It's so frustrating playing against snipers in this game, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I would say that your average player right now, like, even, even in low ranks, I guess we'll kind of get to that later, but. They struggle more to be productive in the game because that solo tank is just not punishable. It's even worse to be shooting the tank in this game, aside from Mortis and Sigma, than it was in Overwatch 1. And that, as a DPS player, is less fun for me because no matter, like, I can see a player clearly make a mistake. And if he's on a tank or a support role, because that's where the additional power of, like, say, each hero in Overwatch 1 was worth 30 value points, some arbitrary number, like on a, I'm talking like NBA 2K skill tree, you're building out a character, right? Those power points didn't just disappear, like, the, the tank got an extra 15, and the supports got the other 15 to make up for the lack of the tank. So, now, as a DPS player, and this is reflecting the queue times at high level of play, there's a reason why support is, you know, a 15-20 minute queue, and DPS is, like, instant, which, you know, would have been nice back in the day, but it is what it is. It's because the roles not effective, and the queue times reflect that right now, and that might be because the game's where it's at right now, but where does it stop? At what point do the immortalities, like, stop coming in to just bail a tank out of any situation for the flavor of the month tank? Like, that's not enjoyable for me as a DPS player. It might look like I'm, you know, in the chaos of the fight. And I agree with you there, Jake. Like, that was peak Overwatch for me in 6v6 when, like, in Ryan Diva metas or Ryan Zarya metas where the resources were finite. And it wasn't, oh, Arissa Shield, oh, Fortify, oh, Sig Graphs, like, stacking all together. That wasn't fun. That wasn't Overwatch. We all agree. It was a minute long of that poke phase, and it was just Awful. Awful. 5v5 gives you the illusion of that. But it doesn't actually deliver it all the way when push comes to shove due to the countless immortalities, due to the countless tank sustainabilities. And adding, nerf
2: immortalities.
1: I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. But that doesn't make it better. That, but if you nerf immortalities and all that sustain, right? 6v6 would have been the better format.
4: There's oh, yeah, I don't even agree that like, and this is, this is a hot take, I don't even agree that mo stuff, even as like, I basically only play DPS these days, is is a problem. I don't even mind mo stuff. It's like, yeah Bad drops his drone. but like it's so it's so limited in terms of what it can do. It's like, yeah, there's like these God scenarios where he like has it around a corner in a room that you can't go inside. and so you make him drop his drone and then you go do something else if you can't break the drone, you know, it's like well, I don't know. I, I feel like it was free. way he more it was way more oppressive for me as a dPS player when like two tanks jump on me, you know, like, and I just insta die, you yeah, know, it great. it felt like I can't. There was no, like, out-mechanicking, out-aiming, out-fighting the, the tank synergy, other than my tanks using their synergy to fuck other players on the enemy team even harder than I'm getting fucked. Like, it was like, there's these, like, two gods together who will fuck everything in the game, and then there's, there's like, me, and I basically, like, play snipers or play heroes with crazy mobility so that you can just, like, run or, or totally be out of range of these heroes. But, like, those two heroes together just dominate the map other than the other two heroes on your team who could do the same thing, right? Obviously it's balanced in the sense that you both have access to the same tools. It's not like, in you know, but yeah. but from my perspective as like a non-tank player, those tank synergies together were way more oppressive than like any tank right now. Like any tank that's ever been meta in Overwatch 2. Yep. Even OP Arissa is like, she's like really lacking in mobility. She's fast on like the low ground, but like she has zero verticality. You can just play any kind of vertical spot. Like I think stuff like, I mean, you say people didn't complain about Winston Diva. Winston Diva, it was fucking, so annoying to play because like, i show up on the yeah, high right. ground on soldier i show up yeah. on the high ground on my sniper and i just they jump on me and i die because i'm matrix i can't even get healed from my supports unless you're playing Briggs, smile but yeah, uh yeah, and then the, or the winston's bubble. he jumped on me he bubbled me he's like instantly there and it's not even like i could boop him because half the heroes with boops they're blocked by the diva matrix you know and half the ccs that would deal with winston are blocked by the, the diva matrix or or the zarya bubble you know so for me it was like what you did and like the way overwatch is played is like oh the two tanks are looking at me i run i did good they i made them look at me and i ran like, that's good that's like your play on dps that's how you play the game is you run away when they look at you and then you go somewhere else and you try to get another shot off and if you make them look at you a lot and they can't actually kill you you're doing great you're doing wonderful but the idea that you would like ever stand and fight is like laughable in overwatch 1 whereas i feel like in overwatch 2 it's actually more likely that i can like get healed from my support like my tank the tank doesn't he's super tanky i can't kill arisa but if my supports are with me she probably can't kill me either unless she has her team with her right so like actually her just like running at me like a psycho is like not that good of a play in in most cases like they have to trade with each other on the tank and and worry about each other but my, my i just think even the op like take arisa the most extreme example crazy op right now agree needs a nerf i still think it's way less oppressive to have that hero on the map than to have the two tanks in Overwatch One on the map when they work together, any two of them, any two of them, I say that, that two... like make remote sense together.
2: Yeah,
0: that's, go ahead, Avril. Then same... I want to summer, Then I want to take a pause for a second, but yeah, Avril, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I'm like I'm just quick. The again, I think to to add on to Jake and summarize that as well. It's I I don't even think this like hypothetical discussion is like oh it's easy to one v one a tank in Overwatch One. I already said like that scenario is just so. Arbitrarily rare. It's like we're talking about some crazy hypotheticals that it it might happen, but it's like it doesn't really actually happen. When you're playing, the in my opinion, the real apples-to-apples comparison is one tank versus two tanks, because that's actually the difference between the two games we're kind of talking about here. And in Overwatch One, you're not playing against two 50% tanks of Overwatch Two. You're playing against two tanks at like 70 to 80%. You're playing against two 80% tanks versus Overwatch Two's 100% tankiness. Tank is is actually the comparison. when you're, and the whole point, the entire way through, is when you have these optimal tank compositions together, where they're actually working together. They these two tanks make sense together. It is so oppressive to play with more against, more oppressive than any DPS or support duo. I mean, obviously, we talked about the brig is insanely disgusting as well. Um, and that being toned back for Overwatch 2 means that you that level of pressure is down. Like I, I will concede that Overwatch 2 tanks do often feel quite unkillable on their own, and that could. I think those values could still be just like mega hard take, but I think tankiness in Overwatch 2 could afford to be dropped down. The issue is is that then if you're, the rest of your team isn't working together well, you feel useless as a tank if you're not tanking enough. So there's an issue there as well. But um, yeah, I in general, I agree with Jake. Like the, the level of tankiness for one tank in Overwatch 2 is not nearly as oppressive as two tanks supporting each other extremely well in Overwatch 1.
0: Okay, so there's like two big things that I want to highlight here. One is that we've kind of pointed out the outliers here which is orisa in both situations so you guys have kind of pointed at so team 66 you guys have pointed out the brokenness of orisa in 5v5 team 5v5 have pointed at the annoyingness of double shield team 6v6 says well orisa double shield was an outlier so i want to kind of address that well, point I, that's with, my
4: point is it's not that like i was saying yes and, and that's what jake is saying outlier, that it's, it's not an outlier remember
0: and then there's this other point that I want to bring up more thoroughly is the is what the impact has actually made on the other roles. I think both Sam and Hawk have brought up about what the changing of the tanks has done for the support in the DPS role. So obviously Jake feels like he's addressed the point about Double Shield not being an outlier. Hawk, I want to give you the chance to speak if you feel like some of your points have not been addressed. And then I want to talk about what the change has done for the DPS and support role.
3: Um, I just think that... You say this as like a DPS player, but there's like there's other roles too. Like you know tank is like not as popular as a role. I would say that they've made it even less like advertising to play in this game. Like the tank gameplay loop in 5v5 is just awful. Like it is just it just feels awful. Like in Overwatch 1, as a tank, you're like taking space from the other tanks, you're trading cooldowns, you're getting up in health. You might even get a kill cuz it's very likely you actually will get the kill. This is like if two teams are playing both optimal tanks. It's is the same thing in 5v5. One tank might be playing Orisa, one tank might be playing some hero that you just cannot win on on a certain map. So let's just imagine both teams are playing almost optimal matchups, okay? The tank experience in 5v5 is just so slow. It's so unfun. There's like no there's no dope mean unless you just like realize like, "Oh, this guy's throwing because the matchmaker couldn't account for this X variable." That is just random. Like, you say, oh, when I when I peek on Widow and I don't get jumped by two tanks, like, that that is fun. But what are you supposed to do about a Widow across the map in Overwatch 2? What what tank... Am I supposed to go ball and just leave my entire team to just go... Just to fight against a Wrist or a Sigma and a choke? And like it feels like they're playing two CP all over again? Am I supposed to... Is my DPS supposed to, stop, like, uh, Sombra and just, like, throw the game because they have no spam or nothing to do? Like, there's less... Obviously, I know DPS is the most popular role. Obviously, I know that. Like, they want to feel like they have an impact in the game, but there has to be a middle ground between getting jumped out of a corner or getting a headshot across the map, or even just like Junkrat, like just Junkrat, peek on angle, left click mine, one shot someone, like. It just feels random. It doesn't feel good for anyone besides the Junkrat player. It just feels. But I like trigger is so it. much
4: better in six v six actually because That's you sitting in an extended the rate games. The rate <laughs> games. Have you have you got a rate game against a Junkrat one trigger in this game? They're oh medicine. my I mean, I god! Don't mind. I don't mind because I could just pick Echo and just eat them. But it's okay. Like, uh... well,
3: They'll always go Echo. You you don't always have someone to go Echo. Like oh, what yeah, what tank yeah. am I supposed to go to or support? myself supposed to go to not get someone to get one? I, I
4: I think though this is a problem with Overwatch that is not solved in 5v5 and it was not solved in 6v6 it will never be solved because there are things in the game that know that like you, if you're on this role there's nothing you can do to deal with it and the same and then when there was when it was open queue it was like we have fucking five dps we just well, fucking careful, there's, you know?
3: there's less things you can do in 5v5 to like mitigate well, what That's like, you do in 6v6 right
4: like like let's say you i mean like th- there's the same situation can happen it could be on your team it's like my tank's on hog and they have a widow like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do against that? It's like, what hero works with Hog and deals with Widow? It's like, oh. I don't know, man. Go hold punt. on, hold on, hold on.
1: Yeah, hold on. yeah that's true, Jake, but that's true. You're, but... you're right. You guys, you're right, Jake. Those things will always exist in the game. The difference... Just, I think that's a ranked we... problem of, by... like, you get Ryan sorry. one tricks
4: against mass spam and shit. Like, yeah, I, just I, just let like, Sam dro- speak, let Sam speak, on, guys. You're
1: right. Those problems will always exist in the game the difference between 6v6 and 5v5, at least from a DPS player's perspective for a lot of these, is that in 5v5, I am now more forced to go answer and force my playstyle into, oh, I have to pick Sombra against the Widow, because I have a tank player, one tank player, and most people in the game, this is true of all ranks, play a select few heroes. There are very few people who can play the wide margin. I mean, a couple of us here can, right? But that's not generally true, especially, you know, in, in in the tank role now where you might have somebody who only plays one or two characters. Now, if somebody picks widow or somebody picks that <laughs> the junk rat pick, right? As a DPS player, I am forced to go match them all the time. I have probably three to four hours of Sombra where I have just run around and had to hard mark a widow in a game where now the supports, cause there's only one tank have numerous immortality abilities, dual potential that are greater than the DPS and Hawk, I'd go as far as to say, I don't think damage is the most popular role in the game right now at high-level play because the queue times are instant and the support queue times are 20 minutes because now the supports have had to be made so powerful that they are just better DPS heroes. They just are. Kiriko's a great duelist, can self-heal, the support passive is crazy. I don't want to get into the support passive, and I think you guys might agree with me on that. That, that could have just as well happened in 6v6 or 5v5. I think that's just like a decision issue. I don't think it's fair to say that's because of either one but i almost want to argue but i don't think that'd be a good faith argument um we'll see though but as a damage player i am far more forced to play into the play style of what the other team picks in this game than i was in the previous game because again with those poke angles and people getting forced out you're right that always will happen but if now so you're saying in, you
4: have to counterpick now i, so I, I have, have to, to
1: i have to counterpick where especially when it comes to those heroes, like you said, Jake, where it's, you know, they're you're based on, you're, you have to flank more, right? You, you can get more angles on heroes like Widow, Junkrat, whatever it may be, especially if it's one of those snipers, which are much better in 5v5 because they can instantly turn the fight and there's not a, another tank to help zone out the space, which is what tanks were good at passively doing, like you said. I, I feel way more forced into what the format is making me do, and I thought that 6v6 roll queue was a good balance between the game has structure to it, but it maintained its diversity. Now... The game has lost a lot of its diversity from a damage player's perspective because when they pick these characters i am forced to chase them down and if my tank goes ball to help it now i don't have a front line like we have way less options and it's just the, the game forces you more into what you guys said earlier where it's oh well you feel like you're kind of forced to play that uh that tank synergy right or, or whatever it may be i think the opposite has actually happened in this game, where I find myself forced to do things way more in Overwatch 2 than I was in Overwatch 1.
0: Okay, so address. Average, you want to address that point?
2: Yeah, a couple of things there. Like, we're talking about Widow, and uh, well, we'll just talk about Widow first. This is a very specific Widow problem. This was a problem in Overwatch 1 as well. You, could, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll concede that you have probably have more options in terms of at least having one tank swap, but even then, playing at Widow's range, only Widow interacts with the Widow. Like, yeah, this is like- a very problematic hero, and it's problematic in both games, which is why I've been a yeah. Available. Yeah. And huge it's advocate. And, Hang on, I, can I just
0: let, Avril, let Avril
2: finish up. I'm a, I've been a huge advocate for Widow nerfs. Like, this whole range nerf in Widow, I put that forward. Like, this is this is stuff that I want to see specifically hitting Widow, but we're talking about Widow specific problems. Like, I don't think other heroes have that level of oppressiveness from the DPS side. You talk about, okay, it's worse than. 5v5 yeah i can probably concede that it's it is worse to some degree we can argue to what degree it is worse but it's a widow problem i don't see this as a 5v5 versus 6v6 problem i see it as a widow maker specific problem she needs to be fixed the one shots in the game still don't, in my opinion don't really belong in a game like overwatch i still have a problem with that design in general with Widowmaker, but i don't i don't see and and Junkrat as well like this is Junkrat feels like such an irrelevant pick because it's completely <laughs> low pick rate super low pick rate and it doesn't have anywhere near the level of impressiveness as something like a Widow would have. So it's like, you know, talking about Widow specifically just feels like a weird discussion point, being that this is like a hero that just...
1: They'll always exist. That to quote Jake, those problems and those things will always exist. But in the five v five format, no matter what it is, the game is gonna force me to change to that way more than six v six. No matter what. So Sam's so
0: Sam's point is that he feels like the game now is like the dominant picks are even more forcing what you have to play than in Overwatch One, which is perhaps the main argument of Team Five v Five was that the dominant things dictate what everyone on the level he has to do. So Avril, I don't know if you wanted to address that because you he had two things you wanted to do, and then I want to let Hawk have his say as well. You said there's two things you wanted to address so is there a second point oh, it was
2: water maker and
0: junk right really can I, I don't know okay. that is... can I can i
4: jump into an in april's place to talk about this concept yeah. of
0: like being forced to swap okay and then i'm gonna let hawk talk
4: yeah so all right so I, in my opinion the the whole thing like a lot of people on tanks saying oh i have to like constantly counterpick the other tank if i don't counterpick them then then they have a huge advantage on me on dps i have to counterpick all the time in my view that actually is indicative of the game being more balanced. If you could load into a lobby without knowing what the enemy team is playing and just hardlock a hero and know that you will do well, that means the game is not balanced, right? This is like one of the only hero shooter, like like there's some games, like you might compare Overwatch like MOBAs or something, right, you like locked in your hero pick. But in a game like Overwatch where you could always, there's all the decisions your hero can make. Like I can play in all these ways on Hanzo. And then there's, I could also switch to any other hero on DPS and do any of the things that any of those heroes can do. That is a ridiculous amount of options to be always available in the game. Like it's like, that is incredibly hard to balance. And so if you could load into the game and know that like, I am gonna play this hero and I know it'll be good. That basically means like that hero is like hard blockable. That means that hero is like defined as the meta. And and there's, there's nothing you can play that really deals with it. It's like, okay, this is the hero that like, like they basically like everyone's gonna play this hero. This is too good. If I can pick a hero and then you have to swap, and then my swap can deal with your hero and you have to swap to like a more of a middle ground hero. Like, I think that's actually how it goes in Overwatch, in Overwatch 2, in theory. So if like they're playing a Widowmaker and a Bap and a Zen, and we go like a full dive comp with like Tracer and Sombra, they're going to have to get off the Widow and switch to like a Cassidy or a Sojourn. Maybe they like playing those heroes, but there's a hero that's more survivable, better against dive, that's like a more, less extreme version of the hero. For me, that is actually like indicative that the gameplay balances in a healthy place. The same way in overwatch one i feel like there were almost every meta i can't even really remember many metas in overwatch one where i didn't kind of know what both teams would play as we load into the map like based on the patch okay we're playing Winston Diva every game on this map and then this map is going to be a double shield map and this map's going to be a okay. Ryan map it was like i knew what would happen before the game i feel like overwatch 2 has way more like when you counterpick the other tank that means that like the tanks have a counter which i feel like most of overwatch one it was like, okay, you're talking about flavor of the month. It was like, we're playing Winston Diva until the next patch comes. I feel like Overwatch 2 has way more like, okay, this is a SIG map. This is a, this is a dive map. This is a Rhine map. Even in the Overwatch League, how many times before we talk about regular players, how many metas in Overwatch 1 can you even remember where there were different teams playing different styles? Yes, Overwatch 2 has also had like one-trick broken hero metas, like when Kiriko came out and when Queen came out, there were like one-trick broken hero metas. But how many metas ever in, in at least pro level... Overwatch 1, whether, was there genuine uncertainty about what people would play? It was so rare for people to, to play off meta. It was like everybody's mirror matching over and over and over again. That can happen when a hero gets too broken in Overwatch 2, but it's not like the default experience. I feel like we've had multiple pro metas in Overwatch 2 that have been genuinely diverse, genuinely different teams having different takes on we're better at this, we're going to play this. That almost never happened in Overwatch one. And I think it's a very okay. good sign for 5v5 that it's possible for the most optimal players in the game to still pick like different styles based on what they're good at.
0: Okay, so two points I'll summarize quickly then I want Hawk's opinion. So the two points being, A, Jake's believes that actually the counter swapping is indicative of a better balance game. And just being able to lock a hero is indicative of that hero being too good and too viable in too many situations. And then obviously he cites the diversity of the pro level to say that that indicates, again, 5v5's superior balance. So, Hawk, do you want to respond to either of those points? Uh,
3: The Pro level thing, well, there were just simply less tanks in the game. There was less things you could possibly have done with those tanks.
4: But there were way more permutations way like a thousand times more, right? Like, how many combos, like, how many tanks are there in Overwatch 2? I don't, I don't even know right now. How many tanks is it? Like, 8 or 9? I mean, nine. 11. Nine? 11. So, so we have 9. 11. How many permutations are I there six tanks, uh, of 6 tanks? Of, like, 5 <laughs> tanks. There's, okay, like, well, 100. I don't want to do the math, but it's a lot.
3: You don't, don't do the math, but, like, you still have to play, like, a good tank with 2 good supports that support that tank's playstyle. It's the same thing. Like, there's just more
4: but, tanks But people aren't mirror-matching in the Overwatch League, at, like, nearly as All, often. Not always. I think that's, like, I'll, a fact.
3: Okay, but let's just look at like, over half really, this year. Really, like like, like, when, like Jake, 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 Jake. Let him
0: finish, please. Please let look him finish. Look over half this year.
3: Winston s- simply stat gapped every other dive tank in the game. They were not. They were not better. They're just stat gapped. Like you cannot play Winston. You try playing D.Va? Okay, yeah. Well, she has some good dueling capabilities, but she doesn't have a fucking ultimate. She's just useless. You have Doom. Okay, you have Doom. Bring back Pop Stomp. Pop Stomp Hero. <laughs> Bring back Slow. He's a Pop Stomp Hero. He just becomes too good. He doesn't have ultimate as well. You have Ball. Doesn't provide anything for your team to get in. Same thing. That's just a stack gap. Like, there's just, there's, there's, there is exact same scenarios where one tank in the archetype will just simply be better. Like, that's just how it is. Now, what you say about counter swapping making like this shows that it's balanced. Like, how do you, like why do you think matches are so one sided? Why do you think there's so many stomps where it just feels like you've especially on certain roles where you just. You can't do anything about a certain issue on the enemy team. Like, there's just less you can do about it. There's, it, it is unorganized deathmatch. So if you like unorganized deathmatch, you will like five v five. If you are a support player with all these buffs, you will probably like five v five more. Like that's just like like it's like not really debatable. But my point is is that if you like, it's not just Junkrat or Widow either. Like if they have a, a Mercy pocket DPS, if they have a Skybox hero like an Echo Mercy or a Farah, if they have a sniper in the, and not just Widow, if they have a hun- like if they have a sniper just gapping you, if you're on circuit Royale and the other supports have spam heroes and you're playing with an anna and a mercy, it just feels helpless on tank. Like it just feels helpless. Like I just feel like my impact on the game as a tank was moved to other roles to give them more of a chance to like ruin my own game. Like it just feels like they they give other roles a chance to ruin my own game in a match made environment.
0: Okay, so that's a very good point. I think this will lead to a nice little section, which is the, the transference of power from the one tank that's gone into the DPS or support category, potentially. Support. So Avril, support. Okay, so, so Sam says some. Avril, do you want to respond to that point there where Hawk feels like, and I, I think the tank queue time certainly indicate there is a problem with, with how people are viewing tank. Although that being said, there was a tank queue time problem in Overwatch 1 as well, so we've not really solved that problem either way. Tanks have not had fun either way if we use queue time as an indicator. But certainly the support queue times have shot up recently and and there's an argument that supports are now like just too strong. So do you want to respond to that as a potential 5v5 problem? Well, yeah, I mean, like when you look at when we got into Overwatch 2, the initial argument
2: was that support was too weak. And, you know, I think there are some fair arguments there. Um, Sam has made comments towards support power creep with new releases and just balance changes over time. Um... the support passive as well. I think supports are obviously very strong at the moment. Um, I, I'm a little bit confused about some of the earlier points made because on one hand, it seems like Sam is saying, like, supports are really strong, and on the other hand, he's saying like, oh, it's, it's boring, or it's like, Q times are long, no one wants to play this here. It's like, uh, is it good or is it not good? Because it sounds like it's really, really good. And it being, you know, it, it, there needed to be improvements to support. Maybe, I think supports generally probably do need to be tuned back. But... Um, I think when you talk about what is and isn't fun, especially in comparison between 6v6 and 5v5, Tank was the most complained about role in terms of what was not fun. So Hawk saying a lot of like, dude, Tank is not fun for me in 5v5. And I think as a high level player in that solo environment, you do probably feel like a lot of the game is out of your hands. A lot of your game was similarly out of your hands in 6v6 as well, especially in the tank position. Like, that was the one position that people felt, felt like they had not a lot of agency in, especially if they were solo player. Now you could dominate the game if you were a tank duo and a lot of people were like yeah well i had fun in, in tanks in 6v6 because i was playing in a duo but i mean th- i think there was a clear reason why tank was the least pick role in 6v6 by like a landslide it was not a fun role at all um but to talk back about supports yeah supports do need to be, ad- be addressed a little bit in um 5v5 i think heal creep is too much i i didn't think supports were even that bad on release but I think generally the player base weren't happy with it, and that's the direction we moved in.
0: Okay, so Hulk wants to respond, I'll, and then, yes, Hulk, go ahead.
3: I mean, like, we're not going to... I think we all can agree that supports are very, like, just very, very strong right now, but when you... Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, guys, 5v5 will make Q times better, but, like, when the game released in... And in October, whatever it was, October, whatever, yeah, or October. November. I don't, I don't actually remember. October, October. No one wanted, yeah, no one wanted to queue support. No one wanted to queue support. So they've now proven that they can get people to play roles by either one, adding content with new heroes, which Tank did lack content, or engaging content, or not being able to play their old fan favorite heroes like Zarya, Diva, or Ryan because Double Shield was just so strong, or just like those heroes were so strong, or a Roadhog would ruin the game because it's just a flawed hero in role queue and in 5v5 the same way. And they've, they've proven that they can get people to play roles. They haven't proven they've been able to balance it, let's be honest. like. And they've just made matchmaking so difficult. And they keep talking about it in these dev blogs. They keep talking about matchmaking. They keep talking about, like, oh, this, 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 this. Like, can you, like, now they're talking about the rank system. Now they're talking about, like, all this stuff. Like, I don't think a rank system update, I, I think Overwatch is very, very good at judging a player skill level what they can't account for is just va- like variables of someone having a bad day variables of someone being bad on a certain meta variables of b- someone picking a hero on a bad map they can't account for all this stuff that is just like amplified in an unorganized deathmatch environment
0: okay so this is an interesting point and i'll, I'll allow jake and avril to respond but basically what hawk is saying there is that the switch to five five actually has made matchmaking a-, a bigger issue because of that variance that comes when just that one player gets countered or doesn't have a certain hero pool or whatever, and that's like a systemic problem that five v five is created, rather than address. So, Jake,
4: I just, I mean, I think a lot of this is honestly, like, from my perspective, roasting the glasses. The idea that like these things were like not problems in six v six or less big problems. My perspective is that they're actually more severe in in six v six. That like you got like the wrong combo of one tricks i mean you're always screwed if you get the wrong combo of one tricks in like a high elo game that's the nature of this like highly this this game where you have highly unique heroes right we have highly unique heroes and if you get like two pieces around peg in a square hole you know it's like yeah you, you you're gonna get destroyed unless the enemy team has a similarly messed up situation right but i do think a lot of what they've done with with Redesigning a lot of the heroes has been tw- in a towards a world that is only possible in five v five, where you know, like you ha- you can remake these heroes in ways that they are more generalist. And so even my like sim one trick, I'm like, sim used to be like hmm. just a hyper auto lose hero in 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 Overwatch one. It was like psycho, like you just like I don't know, you like pray to the gods and hope the enemy team is also beefing, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, like like to 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 totally scrub the game to win, but now I feel like yeah. I get a similar trick. I'm not that worried about it. I'm like, all right, screw it. We can make some plays with a TP. You know, the sim can like get solo kills now with their right click is actually like remotely plausible as a weapon instead of this like joke cannonball thing. It's like I don't know. I just feel like the 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 game is in a way better place in the regards of Hawk saying, "Oh, it's gotten so bad. Maybe from a tank perspective, you could you could argue that, but I do think two times are actually great evidence like database evidence that the game is in a better place now i think the, when overwatch won you had this crazy problem where the tank queues were like instant like literally instant because nobody wanted to play tank. so the matchmaker was like always waiting on enough tanks to fill games it's already ready it's got the damage players got the support players we're just desperate for tanks people didn't want to play tank and so getting rid i think this is a foundational reason to go to 5v5 kind of separate from all the reasons we discussed about balance and gameplay people didn't want to play tank so we have less tanks to make a game of Overwatch so that we can play faster. In my opinion, even though support queue time is long, I don't think it's nearly as bad as it used to be. I think always when there's new content, that role takes a hit on queue time because oh, people want to play the new hero. That's like never going to change. That's never changing any game ever. People always want to play the new stuff. Like why wouldn't they? But given time, like to have DPS be the fast queue is like a crazy accomplishment in an FPS game. To have more people wanting to play support and tank, obviously tank relative to there's only you only need to have as many, but to have those queues be longer than the one that you just shoot stuff is like a crazy achievement for Overwatch to have made, like the, the, the game suits what the players actually want. If, if t- queue times hadn't been a problem in Overwatch one where tank was like literally forever had instant queues for like since roll queue and the other roles had super long queues. Then I, I think you guys would have a fair point, but I feel like that data just bears out a reality that people didn't want to play tank. Tanking in general as like a concept in video games is less popular than shooting stuff and healing stuff. Because it's okay. just not as, like, direct, so... Okay, okay, In my opinion, that data shows that 66 v is, is the worst system. Okay, so Good points, a couple Sam? things.
1: Um, I'm not sure how much I can get to the matchmaker. I, to be honest, it's a concept I've been trying to wrap my head around, and I haven't really come up with my thoughts on that yet. But as to... I'll, so I'll let Hawk talk about that later. Um, especially when we get to, like, your average player's experience. But, I, you know, I, I, I disagree with a couple things. Okay, number, number one. I think that the reason why queue times were so bad in the latter half of Overwatch 1 is that your average player and most players stopped caring about the game because they were waiting for Overwatch 2, so that automatically made all queue times much worse. At high-level play, the meta tanks were made playing the fan-favorite tanks abysmal, so of course that also sways it against people wanting to play tank, because, you know, I could queue Zarya all day. I love Zarya. I think most... Most people love playing Zarcy, he's one of the highest pick rates, Diva's one of the higher pick rates, Reinhardt, who was, I think, maybe the high, no, I think Diva's the highest pick rate tank, and maybe Reinhardt's second, ballpark, three most popular tanks with those core, were all abysmal to play at the end of Overwatch 1. But back in October 2020, I think it was so special, and that everybody kind of loved about that patch, I think that was the first time they really nailed, like, nail like, 10 out of 10 balancing the game, where it felt like so many different heroes were playable, so many different comps were playable in certain situations, and they really did a great job that time. And queue times across the board were actually pretty good. Like, I remember being able to queue tank, getting about two-minute queue. DPS was, like, at the most, and top 150, like, a three-minute queue. And support was reasonable, too. I'm gonna get nervous about talking about queue times and roll queue, because the balance and, like, how that works out is, is a tricky situation, and I don't want to divert too much away. But, you know, when each role is appealing, even without the content when the game was still you know fresh off of echo right you know wasn't in the drought i w- i would say 2020 wasn't really the drought year i think 2021 is really when the the, the drought year started but uh, uh, of course like back then compared to now when the game wasn't getting updated like the q times are going to be better across the board i would disagree with you jake on Because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, our our DPS queue times right now in, like, plat, I think they're still probably a little bit longer than at top 500, right? Because top 500 tends to play the meta, and in the average metal ranks, people tend to just play with their favorite heroes, right? I think the reason why support has such a high queue time right now compared to DPS is for the wrong reasons. Because playing DPS feels obsolete. Because in Overwatch 1, aside from Double Shield, there were five other characters on the cast aside from DPS, a couple of DLC heroes that you genuinely had a chance to win a duel against, right, and entry kill, and get the entry kill. while that entry kill was less valuable in 6v6 than it was in 5v5, you still had more of a chance to make the play happen. I think what people are realizing in the DPS role right now, high-level play, is that it's, it's an illusion that you're contributing, aside from like a, your occasional one-shot or whatever. Like the supports are just the better duelists. So the DPS players, like the, these scan players, like, like you see this all the time, like the old scan players are just queuing Alari and popping. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a comment about Alari's kit. Like I actually don't mind her being able to duel and do damage. I, I'm not a big fan of the pylon, like the, the auto-heal mechanic I'm not a big fan of. I think the reason why the queue times have just gotten so good is that there's just a better damage roll and its support. And the reason why support has become the better damage role is because the tank has been removed. And now that role has had the power of the off tank be compensated, or probably about half the power of what the off tank used to do, compensated to it to be able to survive in a 5v5 environment. And that just makes. And you could, Jake, you could argue, honestly, that that is healthier for the game. I just personally, like as a longtime damage player, I think supports have been overtuned for many, many years. I personally don't find that better. And that's, that's kind of my take on that. I don't think it's for the right reasons. Okay.
0: I know Jake is making faces, but I do want to let Avril talk. I, I think I saw Jake's eyes kind of just really not approve what Jake Sam was saying. Okay, Jake can out. cook first and then Avril I'll can let, go. I'll let
2: Jake brew. Um, I'll respond to the two things you said there. Number one about um, tank popularity in Overwatch 1. You brought up the fact that, okay, well, people stop caring. I, unfortunately, it overlaps with the period of when Roll queue dropped. So roll queue is what really showed the lack of tank players, the lack of tank popularity. You could infer some anecdotal statistics by when it was open queue, and you would generally see a lot. You would often see three DPS players, four DPS players. There's a meme about five DPS players, one Mercy. We've all heard that one. But the point is, there's always five a lack of one. one DPS. <laughs> sure. it's it's it supports in DPS. There's always been a lack of tank, even in open queue. So I think, you know, we no hard data here. We don't have the queue times from Rollock to be able to confirm. But I think anecdotally, we all remember matchmaking in open queue, having a a lot of DPS, not a lot of tank. And generally, probably more support than tank as well. So that's number one. Um, You talked about support strength again in this current game. And again, I I do agree that supports are power crit, but I think that's solvable. I think they do need to tune that back. I also think after having two supports released in a row, it doesn't surprise me that Supports have the most players, and there's long queue times, and everyone wants to, wants to play a lot, especially right now when Alari's is still new, um and very strong, by the way. So you got you got two support heroes back to back. Supports are currently super strong. You can they're a really fun role. You can do a lot on them. Um, that could be tuned back, and I'd be very curious as to seeing how things look when the next. I don't even know if we know what role is coming next, whether it's tank or DPS, but it's not going to be support. We'll see how things, yeah, we'll see how things shift over towards tank when a new tank comes out, if it's viable, if it's good.
0: Okay, Hawk, you've been wanting to say something.
3: I mean, like you just said, they they said support might be the most popular role because they added content to it. They could have added content engaging content to the tank role in 6v6. They could have added engaging content. You you said roll Q immediately tank was the least killer role. Well immediately when Roll Q came out, Arissa and Sig were put into the game and they never, ever, ever, ever patched that. We're, we're back in the double shield conversation people immediately started seeing that they couldn't play their favorite heroes that have always been the most popular tanks so they're playing the they're playing the least popular role but they're also not allowed to play their most popular tanks but now we now those heroes in this game have also just aged poorly like can we can we agree that like diva zarya and like roadhog and even someone like ryan have just like aged like and ball, but ball. You don't make. You do a video about ball. Even Ryan, like they've aged like very, 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 very horribly. Like they're either completely broken because like the devs like, give them like so much to like make up for their weaknesses that they had in Overwatch One, or they are completely outstat gapped by like the new tank, the new the new tank that does everything right. And this goes to supports too. Like you have a with like the damage of like Zen or even more. You have she has like insane single target healing. She has deployable she can put in the wall. Like these are like these are like generalist supports, but like tank doesn't really have these like general supports besides like Winston or like Ramatra, and it, like lower. It's just like there's so like these general supports are able to yeah. have no weaknesses. Like the, 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 their weaknesses are patched up, but they, these tank heroes still have weaknesses because they weren't made to be solo tanking. Like if you put the game in four v four right now and put one support, you'll you'll see that these some supports are just statistically better. Like all these supports are now fighting for like their one super support they're fighting for their neutral game they're fighting for their who has the better ult they're fighting for who has the better dueling capabilities and you're just now making the game who has the better support stats at any given time it's the same can thing respond? with tank yeah
2: um that's that's a fair point i uh, actually jake probably should step in at some point as well. but i'll just make this quick so that jake can also step in um yeah i, I i'm glad we brought this up this this does need to be addressed because there are tanks being left behind which is why is going to get a rework i think that's the most obvious case of a tank being left behind I think Ball's been left behind as well. So there are definitely clear gaps. I mean, you can see that the new tanks being released in 5v5 are far more catered to 5v5 because they were designed with 5v5 in mind. But that's where all the tanks eventually need to get towards. We probably need to get to a space where tanks generally kind of have to be re-looked at to benefit the mold of a 5v5. That's probably the one weakness of tanks being ported over because they kind of were just ported over at a little bit more HP, blah, blah, blah. But um, I have confidence that given given how... The new tanks and some of the redesigns doom before they removed the slow by the way doom was super fun super good um oressa okay she's got problems but a lot more solo viable than she was in overwatch one by like a magnitude so the design direction of tanks in overwatch 2 is fine if we can move tanks towards that direction instead of you know where they were being just straight up ported over from 66, 66 to
0: 55. My hawk you want to respond quickly yeah. and then just, i want to let one Jake's thing on. real
3: quick yeah. um I would argue that majority of the tanks, like the new direction of tank, isn't as fun though. Like if you look at Ramatra and you compare his like, you, you compare his like skill ceiling to like a hero like Zarya. Like I think the only really good tank that they've added to the game that has incredible skill ceiling, as good skill Joker expression, Queen. is Joker Queen. It's the only tank they've added to the game. And um, my, another point is, is that they take forever to rework these heroes. Like we've been waiting for this summer rework for nine plus months. We've been waiting for a hog rework, for a little bit longer than that. the game came out. the game came I mean, everyone in the alpha immediately said, Hog needs a rework. He's either going to be fucking broken or he's going to be useless. <laughs> everyone knew this. Like, every everyone knew, like, what was going to happen. hog. Yeah, if, if we have to rework all these heroes,
2: so, it'll some take of them years. Need, some of them don't need as much rework. Look, the point is, is that the the current tank direction works is the ultimate point. We can argue the Ram is not as much fun. Not as much fun as Junk Queen, because Junk Queen is like the real def- I would put her on the totem pole like this is 5v5 tank right this is the real like that I is, think the 5v5 yes. tanking experience like she's actually insane for that but that that proves my point is like I think the direction is good it's maybe maybe we can argue like oh it's going to take a while the devs are slow wait by the way we've already had a summer rework this will be summer's second rework and I don't know if you count the you know the the other rework when Invis, I don't know that's not really real but Invis went from the timed thing to an infinite thing. Anyway, the point is... Somers technically, they a also, oh, at, at the, the start of
0: Overwatch 2, technically, the hacking while in Viz was also a rework. Just, just, a, And the amp damage on hack was Somers, Somers also a rework. So they changed
4: what EMP does, does and things like the that. The amp damage and, like, on
1: hack
0: is also like a rework.
2: Yeah, she
1: got yeah, yeah, re-kitted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so anyways,
0: but, carry on, Abro. I mean, yeah. So I'll let Avril finish, then pers- I want to let Jake chime in. So just Avril finish. I mean,
2: that's it. Really, it's, it's. I think, the based on the current design, tanks are going in the right direction. And that's a positive
0: thing, even if it takes a while. Okay, so Jay, I want you to... Respond. Yeah,
4: sorry. Okay, uh, so generalist-
0: it, oh, no, no, yeah. that's fair. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll finish yeah. your point, Hawk, Jake? real quick. Re-
4: so, okay. I, I, I'd like to go off this, this point, Hawkman. I agree, Hawk, I think Junker Queen's like the best, most interesting tank in Overwatch 2. But just to challenge you, unlike the core debate here, I think Junker Queen could never have existed in 6v6, could not have been balanced. I,
5: think I,
3: think I mean, goes. I
4: think, imagine like an AoE speed on a tank in, in 6v6, I don't know. I think you're... She you're would have low health. world of hurt.
3: She would have low-ass health, like, she would be literally, like, almost... Zarya. Just like, she'd be Zarya-level, but well, I mean. I
4: mean, like, a world where you have, like, like, Junker Queen's vulnerability is that she, she lacks much movement, and, like, you can, like, CC her and, like, stun her down, you know? Like, that's her weakness, I guess, as a tank. She doesn't have mobility, she doesn't have a way to, like, block utility from other stuff. But what if she did? What if you could play another tank who gives her that? I think the hero, like, you'd have to tone this hero back so hard. You'd have to be like, holy fuck, this hero's crazy when she gets like hard enabled by another tank but there's no other heroes like the tanks are the heroes who do that to each other who 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 remove each other's weaknesses the supports can like save you but they don't like like okay like the god scenario is getting the suzu as the the cc comes in and then you can like keep going but compare that to like how and like but that means she's probably tping in she's probably taking a huge risk to do that like versus an old like like you know like my Winston jumps in and I just like give him the Zarya bubble right as the Ana walks into the bubble and then you sleep the bubble and you, and you get destroyed on on Ana right like those those combo skills force the devs to like hard limit what the heroes can do right I e like we said we can balance double shield I think yeah you could balance double shield you just fucking give a wrist of two hundred HP and then it's not a, yeah it's fine it's not good anymore but like to make actual balance where it's not just like these like double shield can only exist together, and then they're sort of okay balanced as a unit. Then Sigma and Arissa could never be good in other comps because they're they're so neutered due to the strength of the combo. And I think that's the same thing that would happen with Queen if we had a two tank six v six world with Queen. She's so scary when she has another tank who like li- who like removes her weakness that she has to be super gate capped on her kit and like super limited on what she can do because when you when you take away her some of her limitations with the right combo, she becomes like an unstoppable god. And we get a meta where you play Zarya Queen and, do, and tanks do insane damage, and they're also not killable. You know what I mean? Like, I think those, like, be- it's because that they that they have 5-5 that we can make a hero like Queen. I think one of the things Queen does that's like, makes her such a good hero is that she has this, like, super high skill, skill ceiling skill shot that, like, extends her range as a tank. I think that's one of the best things about tanks in Overwatch 2 is that they have like the ones that have that so i, I actually think Arissa is actually an example of this even though i think Arissa is overtuned i actually think and like just like too strong and maybe maybe like her being unkillable with two survivability skills is too much or whatever but i think she has like a high high skill ceiling aiming like her primary is actually high skill compared to most tanks it's it, the and hitbox is massive what do you mean oh, boy, on the left on I'm, I'm a spear it's massive so, i mean a she, has massive a, she has a she has an actual projectile tracking weapon on a tank. I mean, she always did well, yeah, no? but the old one was, like, Pupega mode, and you shoot other tanks with it, right? And, and <laughs> you know, <but> I, <laughs> had, so I, and I, think, I think the way you played, the way you actually played Arisa in Overwatch 1 was, like, you just stand there and shoot at people. Versus now you have to, like, run in, get on top of somebody, spear them into a wall. It almost is like playing Doomfist in a way. You're trying to, like, spear people into walls. That's, like, your gameplay loop on New Arisa. I actually think, despite Arisa being overtuned, obviously she needs a nerf, but, like, I think her design is actually way better for the game and has this like interesting okay i can like cc people into the core but I, I my my tankiness my contribution as a tank is like basically pulling aggro by being super aggressive that's kind of what queen offers too ramatra is a little bit more scaled back where he's got his shield and he's got his block but a lot of what he does is tank by being aggressive and threatening and, and getting in and doing damage and we've had we've added like depth to heroes like winston giving them like a hit scan ability so that they don't force to jump in they can have like multiple playstyles on winston i think those reworks wouldn't have been possible in 6v6, where tanks had to have some hard limitation, which in turn made them even more dependent on the right duo hard-enabling them. And I think for okay. me, like, Heroes like Queen, and and the, and the even Heroes like Ice and Arisa is a good design compared to old Overwatch 1 Arisa, where you were like, mode, assist your teammates, that's the only thing you can do. Like, now I think the, the tanks in Overwatch 2 have way more individual playmaking and way more high-skill aim potential, then in most cases they did in Overwatch 1 because of Doom? that the limitation Pre- of the of the combo balance.
2: Doom, Pre-Nerve Doom, insane Overwatch 2
0: tank. Amazing, I think. Great design yeah, of Overwatch 2 tank. I, well. okay. I agree. Okay, okay. I want to give we'll Hawk a, in chance in a chance and then Samito a chance because Sam has it spoken about So, Hawk, go ahead.
3: I think that you could have easily added Queen to Overwatch 1. Very, very easily. Like, just because she has a like super tank kit in this game with her health and her self healing being so high does not mean... Those numbers can't just easily be adjusted to fit with another tank. Same thing with Ramatra. Like he has a, he's he's got like a pretty like. You have a max like damage you could do to Ramatra. Like you're not just like headshotting people. Like you, you're punching, and you just lower his health, you lower his block reduction, and he could easily be added as a another hero that can be played almost as if Ryan and Ramatra can exist in a six v six environment. But right now. A lot of the time it's just like what heroes it's like say you're on control center right now. This is a this is a very significant I just thought of this right now. You're at control center right now, you're in overwatch two. One team is a Ryan, one team is a Ramatra. You're really relying on a lot of the heroes on your team to pick the right heroes. You're relying that you hopefully don't get like messed up by the other team, and you're you're really just like shooting a tank or dueling a tank that can't really be punished in any scenario at all because he has so much health there's so much healing and you're just at the the mercy of everyone else and you're just riding whatever stats the patch gives those two heroes who wins but in overwatch one you could run ryan diva or maybe the other team is running zarya ramatra this case like though the weakest of heroes is patched up and i agree if every overwatch two tank was a generalist tank that was able to be played and compete with each other then with like equal equal value ultimates, equal value neutral game, but that's just not the case. Like there is clear heroes that have been left behind, and there are clear heroes that can't be fixed in any scenario. Like I I believe they cannot be fixed. Like they're just like
4: like which ones?
2: Diva. She's either broken. She's super- she- I thought Diva actually, actually Diva's good. Like she's not OP, but ball, she's like she's generalist. Ball, ball is ball. a problem, but I don't think Diva's a problem. I think she's Diva's generally ultimate. fine. She
3: doesn't have an ultimate. Her ult is I mean every that time. is
2: I think I think that is only
4: true at high levels actually. I think that is not okay, yeah, levels, people true. people just don't kill Baby maybe people, Diva. Maybe people just they, die that is a, a very Diva. high level perspective where are like, "Oh, I always kill the Baby Diva when she bombs. I know she's going to bomb and I'm jumping in on her when she presses." It. It's like yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, that's not true half the half the fucking game is shooting a Diva bomb max range and getting 3 kills. Like, but you can't you also can't say that Doom can't be balanced like cuz his
3: neutral game is either so strong or weak because he also doesn't have a useful tank ultimate like there's these, these heroes aren't generalist enough and i mean they're doing a good job of support making them generalist and op but they're not doing a good job of tanks at all i, I believe i think there's just too many heroes that i mean are i feel like enough. there's
4: still there's still doom players in like in top 500 i mean like oh yeah it, in top it, it's a pub right? stamp
3: hero like, it's, 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 it's great in ranked it's a pub stamp hero it's mm-hmm. great okay it, but so it let's... doesn't feel great to play against
0: so let's let's talk to, uh, talk to Sam, and then I want to talk about this wider issue of, of what the game has been like for your average player. So player. Sam. Yeah, I want to get to that.
1: So I, I agree with Hog. I think these heroes definitely could work in 5v5. I would have loved to play Doom, like Tank Doom, and have his values changed, or Junker Queen as an off-tank. I, I'm not really a main tank player. I had a Ryan stint in Season 3 of Overwatch 1. It was a good time, but, you know, I it had to hang up the cape. Um, no, I mean... <sighs> Now you can I, cancel I your pins, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I canceled my pins by charging into the enemy team's backline. So that's how that used to go. Uh, but no, like, look, I, I agree with you guys that this stuff works, right? But I, I think, particularly in the tank role, it's not better because what made so many of these things fun and made opportunities, which I'm going to get, SVB, I'll segue this into the lower level player conversation, is these heroes, one, from a DPS player's perspective, were actually killable. In like as a tank, like I I genuinely believe that I think I could kill them. Two, that style of play, that potential for Junker Queen to kind of be the off-taker Doom. Like, for example, I I think Doom could be a really fun brawl tank, too. Like being able to play Doom against a Remox Rosaria comp or something like that. There's additional play styles to Doomfist and ways to play that character at its skill ceiling that in 5v5, I just couldn't do. Like, it's not possible because that second tank isn't in the game, taking space, allowing the rotations, having that little bit of the poke phase, like you said, Jake, where I think there is a a Goldilocks zone, as I like to say, where... Double Shield's way too far out of it. That's like Tanarnia. But, you know, that was part of the beauty of Overwatch 1 to me personally, especially, you know, that really encouraged me to play the off-tank. And in this game, you just can't do that. Yes, it works. And yes, is it like people people saying 5v5 is going to kill the game I think is a stupid argument. I think that Overwatch is still Overwatch at its core, but there was more to do in that 6v6 environment when going up against these tanks and playing these tanks. And I think to say that, you know, these new heroes wouldn't fit, isn't necessarily fair. And in the 6v6 environment, a lot more of these heroes wouldn't have to be left behind for the long period of time, though. Hog being an exception because Hog is just. Hog is an open queue hero. That's the last time I'm going to say open queue. Hog is an open queue. Put Jonak on Hog for one map and run Mercy Solo Heal in Town. That's all he never. Or if his hook pulls you through buses. But um, th- th- that's kind of what I think. And now, SBB, is it all right if I go to the average player?
2: Sure, sure. Here? Unless av- you raise your hand, else? you uh, want it yeah, to get into just to well, I'll just respond to one you go, thing. You go, as ahead, as you go ahead. Just before we shift topics, I'll respond to one thing. And I just want to clarify the um <clears throat> the point about if we were to hypothetically bring Overwatch 2 tanks over to Overwatch 1. Now, you could bring them over, but I think to Jake's point, he can correct me if, it's wrong, if I'm wrong, but you would have to heavily new to these tanks, potentially ruin their identities and really scale them down and i'm not just talking hp i'm talking generally their kit you would even even the the reworks like you'd have to tune stuff way down or remove winston's right click a, a bunch of the stuff that makes the heroes way more fun and way more general and um i think better for the game and that just removes their utility in in overwatch one certain because now two tanks just optimally work together and i will concede one thing is that like if you play the game super optimally and at a high level, especially, and two tanks are working together, that's a really fun experience. We can talk about the depth there. Yes, you get to work with your tank partner, and things are great. But the issue is the difference between that and not working optimally is so gigantic. And that, that is more true for tank than any other role.
1: Can I ask a question? Why, why do you think that, for example, Winston's zap shot would have to be removed? I don't see why that would have
2: to get removed in 6v6. Maybe it doesn't, but they they have to tune him down. They have to, they you know, maybe Winston was not the best example, but the Overwatch two tanks, especially, I think, you can know, you can you give an I, I think just, it's yeah, more of
4: the, I think it's more of like the new heroes, right? Like like imagine, yeah. I mean, you say Ramatra is fine. I don't think Ramatra is fine. Ramatra's weakness as a hero is that he's like no protection from CC other than his shield, which he can't move. Right? Imagine when if Ramatra could ult and get like Diva Matrix while he runs down your Ana, there is nothing in the game that will do with that. You just get smoked on Ana and Shattered. you're you're defenseless
3: shatter i support right it.
4: so so uh, Everything other you get people, to use now. yeah but but my point is my point is this like ramatra has this like incredibly powerful thing where he can like run you over but he is defenseless against boops and cc when he's doing that like, he has like a core weakness and so my, my point even even not the old right like yeah it's true the old can be countered by the other rest. but how about just he just runs you with his fists up he could kill you before the matrix drops you know like on, on Ana or something. And well, you, you're if there's like two
1: tanks, there's more that could knock him away. You could have a Doomfist, the new tank Doomfist knock away. You could have the Diva Boopum. you could have the Rhine pin him. you could have assuming uh, assume the, the Matrix acts there, you could have the Brig Flailem. You could there's still like a lot of those options are still there. I'd say maybe there's more in six v six because you
4: have that, the extra that that's tank my point is is it's like you're you're like you, you, t- if there's like you need these certain answers to counter a hero, like like a smaller number of answers, that means you're gonna have to like tone down the hero. Because realistically the way most people play the game is not to like Oh yeah, like okay, they're running this, and so I'm gonna run that. Like I'm gonna tech counterpick them in every situation. It's like you no know, people. If people want to just like log in and speak on the general players' experience and just play their heroes, for for those synergies to be unlocked, you you have to tone down the heroes. Like why do you think all the heroes get a buff in Overwatch? Overwatch 2, like not just a stats buff for the tanks, but like they're actually like doing more. They have like some new element to their kit that's like better and more flexible than it was in Overwatch One because. If you give all these tanks- I mean, tank heroes were already oppressive in Overwatch 1, especially that duo. That duo would just be even more oppressive. Sure, the other tanks would also be oppressing your team. I'm not saying like- like, obviously it's a, it's a 6v6 game if in that world, and yeah, you could both do OP synergy shit. But, for the rest of the heroes in the game, it's like, Junker Queen plus Zarya. Like, what the fuck does any hero in the game do with a Junker Queen getting two Zarya bubbles? You know?
2: Like, she what do you get- actually do one. in the game? she not only one. get one. This that's, year, that's, and only- that's the point. Zarya oh, would have to be toned back down. Exactly. It's, the it's you take away that's that from fine. Zari. Now Zari she can't. Who cares? Her two heroes. She,
4: works, she still works, right? Right. She still. But she, but she was made the, for that. The, she was always the was. rework heroes. The rework heroes aren't as bad. Like the heroes who exist in Overwatch One, and they made like subtle changes, aren't as bad. But the new Overwatch Two heroes, and also heroes like Orisa, that are like. Basically, a new hero, right? Like fundamentally. If we sat
3: down, if we sat down, because we're smart people, we have different. We have. We, if we sat down, we're smart people. Say we're the Blizzard dev team. We're we're making these changes over a week, max. Like we can we can make this a fun game without having double shield, without having these problems. We could do this within a week and make the taking experience fun. Like, do you really think we couldn't do that?
4: Do you really think think you could not do that right now? Two people. Two people I think right, it's, no, a bit, it's a little bit—it's a little bit hubris because to do it for everyone in the player base—that is exactly. It. I'm sure yeah, because, I could do it for pros. Give me ten. Give me like two months of like dropping yeah. new patches, watching pro scrim. I will make you a like perfectly take balanced game for I, pros. I, I don't, but, think... but that will not work for gold players. They will get stomped by some OP shit and be like, "This is this sucks. You got to remove because this." Because they've they and never got to go back. That didn't
1: happen in six v six though, because double shield was was so oppressive, and yet that was never played in the low ranks. They were playing Ryan and Zarya more than anything, and what they complained about, and we'll transition, was Reaper. And Moira, because the Reaper would walk actually, up to the tanks in 6v6, and they would just, you know, they'd just roll them, right? That, like, the things that your average players compared about were not damn. tank synergies. It was the Reapers. It was the Moira's. That was, like, the, the gold standard for what people could put. Yeah, Avril, go ahead.
2: Actually, t- people just complain about tanks being unfun and just shit. And, and, and actually actually want to talk about what was heavily picked by general players, especially in Overwatch 1. It's just hog. Hog plus any other tank. Yeah, is, is hog, really
1: hog, well, like, dumb, That's like I that's the,
2: the majority of the games are hog plus one, hog versus hog, and then he should be. But but that's the like, like but the if you are done. but if you are playing but because most so many, so many players just lock and hog plus one useless other tank here, and then hog one tank duo does rock up, then one tank duo does rock up with a synergized tank duo. The the difference is un, unbelievable, and that's the thing. Is like we can make we could make the game fun. For players that play the game optimally. If we if we did a I'm sure maybe it is hubris, but I'm sure Hawk, like this, this entire group, all five of us, we could do a patch where it's great for people that will play the game optimally in, a, in an organized setting. But for people who just solo queue and just fuck around, they're never gonna play the game super optimally. And the tank experience is extremely egregiously bad when that is the case. Well
4: games
3: are yeah, so. still even games now, are more one-sided now. right now
4: games are more I, one-sided I, I right think now it's, at all ranks I, I think even now like current hog like i have a hog on my team versus back in the day like i have a hog versus like whatever let's say Arissa, right it's like a terrible matchup. it's actually a good meta to use this example i have a hog on my team you have an Arissa on your team i still feel like that game is more winnable than playing like two random tanks in overwatch one versus a synergy comp right like hog and ball i think you current can... hog versus current Arissa is more winnable for the hog than like back in the day I don't whether agree. It's double shield, I whether it's Winston, if, Diva Zarya. If you had a second, those, at least Overwatch the heroes 1, fit together. I think Hog Ball could don't.
3: beat every single comp in the game in an Overwatch ranked game, besides Double Shield, consistently in so, Overwatch One, very easily.
4: It so, happened all the time. I I actually maybe I if you're, you you're the Hog, but I think I, normally I, normal people in Overwatch.
0: Okay, know. so we, we you know obviously the hypotheticals are difficult to to come to an understanding yeah. on because no one you know you guys are going to be like I think I could do it. You guys think I couldn't do it. Let's talk more again about that normal player experience. Like what do you Sam? You wanted to chime in on this, so go ahead.
1: Yes. I think that your average, especially tank player in Overwatch One, has a worse time in Overwatch Two. And it's specifically because the concept of I don't want to say flavor of the month tank, but it it kinda is that same concept where in Overwatch One, there was way more opportunity for your you know, your average player, they probably have like a couple heroes at most that they like to play. Like in the tank role there might be a couple of those characters, right? Throughout the cycle of this game in Overwatch 2 because of 5v5, you're going to have way less opportunity to actually play that character at an efficient level than you did in Overwatch 1 because you were able to fit into something, right? You had somebody else to help cover your weakness, right? In 5v5, if your tank is on the weak side of things. There's no possible way for that weakness to be covered and you're going to have a harder time playing the role. It's why players like myself even have kind of stopped playing tank altogether because I would have liked to play Zarya. Like I queued Zarya Hog and quick play all the time with Nateson and we would just, you know, help cover each other just by bubbling and vaping and timing that up and that was a very enjoyable experience and I think that's what makes Overwatch special and unique compared to other shooters in the genre. And in Overwatch 2, you don't have that opportunity especially if the balance and the meta Doesn't favor you, like Hawk. What, what, Hawk? Can you help me with this example that you said earlier? Something about like if you're playing Ryan, or, or I guess talk about your role, right? Like if you're, if you're a diva player, say you're a casual diva player. What heroes, like, are you competing with for the role that diva fills in the game? Because that was your analogy, not really mine.
3: Right now, you're competing with, I guess, anything. I guess she's a dive tank right now. I mean, she used to be playing a rush. She's no longer playing rush. I guess, but she doesn't really do anything well at the at the top level better than any of the dive
1: tanks. We'll just go talk about average level players don't talk about average, pl- like, average level players it's just the concept yeah i feel it's just like the she's concept.
4: perfectly fine for an average level player dive tank like you'll get on the other average tanks average level level player. Yeah, right
1: mm-hmm. now that's it's it's the general example that i'm trying to get at where it's like you know if you play if you like have a here like zarya for example she just got gigabuff by the way i'm not sure if you guys saw those patch notes that's like she just got gigabuff so you'll have to have a good chuckle at that uh later it might be zarya time so I might, maybe i'm coming back to playing tank you know new flavor um, is here <laughs> um but you know like that people. yeah go ahead you can go ahead
2: you you brought up you know you can you can have tanks in Overwatch of which one where you could help each other cover each other's weaknesses and that was great and made things fun and viable. I would argue that feeds into my point where it's not just that it was available; it was required. You have to do that. If you don't do that, tank is bullshit. No, it is because you're playing unoptimized tank duos. You're playing two tanks who at are not level, queued I, together but not queued together at any at every level.
1: No, there's, I disagree. The meta was double people play. so
4: so hard tank? about like my tank duo is always on Hog and Overwatch One. I feel like that was like yeah. for average players. People were like, "This is so stupid. My All tank these, duo just likes Hog. What can I do?" As well.
2: That's that's fair. Except that's true. As you can even player? remove Hog even without Hog. It's just if you have two unoptimized tank. Players together like, who are not coming, Winston we're not working and together. We're on wrong. And
4: Someone's
2: and
3: they, like, playing Winston or Rissa like that. Every happen. You, you hold did everything happens games. in low level play.
1: Everything happens. Yeah, like, like, everything it's, it's happens low level like, play. Here's the thing, but here's the thing. For your average player, right? Let's let's take it away from tank. For your average player in those low level plays, what else they complain about? They complained about Reaper. They complained about Moira, right? In terms of the DPS role, with no. that Reaper analogy, these tanks were more killable, even if it wasn't an optimized comp. No matter what it was you had more of a chance to actually get that kill in Overwatch 1 than you do in Overwatch 2, with all the immortality abilities, the supports being crept up more, the single tank having more power- That's a
2: support problem! That's your nerf support! That yeah, and that's, support cause, that's yeah. cause of
1: 5v5! That they have to have that power, or else the tank role becomes miserable to play, and you just get floored by everything, because there's not the off I don't agree they need that power. You.
2: I don't agree that they necessarily I mean, take it away watch what they've, happens! They've, I mean, well, they've definitely gone too far. We can agree that they, there's a middle ground, because they've, they've taken it too far, right? We can agree on that but i'm not saying go back to overwatch 2 release it's, but there's a middle ground it's normal for there. that
4: to happen right for the pendulum to be on one side swings to the other okay we correct it's like that's the nature of balance it's going to go back and but, forth sometimes supports will be too strong sometimes the tank will be too strong sometimes the dps will be too strong like that's inevitable i think that's I think, that's okay that i don't even
1: think right high now high 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 high. High. it's
4: nearly as bad as you guys make it out like you you I said just, earlier, um, Sam, that like the the, the 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 supports are better are better at like dueling than the dps i, I mean i think that's not just not true i mean the supports have way more utility and they can like run away but like only in very certain spots are the support like if the support has like a very optimal engagement sure it's good i think they is like probably the biggest counter example where she's broken but like kiriko at like medium range if you have good movement it is like really unlikely she's gonna win she's gonna run away nine times out she'll try to kill you but if she doesn't kill you in like three or four shots she's gonna have to run or use all her skills and like she's not getting any value out of that Right, and then on DPS, you, as long as you, you can like win that fight, yeah, sure, she has a chance to win. Sure, Bap can win a 1v1 on you if he has like every skill and you like overextend into him. But realistically, like what, like, like any hitscan hero trading in mid range will just like force the Bap to use skills and hide, you know, because the Bap, unless the Bap's you're like both, like, so the DPS is way more likely to get the heal resource from their support, He's got and the supports aren't help. bursting you that hard. He's hmm? got
1: 500 effective, Bap has like a 500. Well, I mean, that's help. what I
4: mean. If you were like overextended on the Bap on Tracer, yeah, Bap will like roll you. But if you're just like a normal hero trading with Bap, he's going to have to drop those skills one after the other. And you don't even necessarily, you could just shoot your gun at him on DPS. And that happened
1: happened in Overwatch 1 as well, but it wasn't to the scale it is now because it has to be in order for the game to I just think where, my point is
4: where it is now is just like, I think you're overrating. I don't even play support. And like I don't even think it's Q that times, bad. Like, I still well, play DPS. times. We're, we're kind of going, I don't want to times back, are long, but that's it. I think also like we just, we just visited that you, you drop it. a new hero, like of course the Q times are gonna be long, and it's a new hero that's really good. Like, it's yeah, been several weeks. Long. and I mean, it appeals to DPS players. Oh my god, of course the Q times will be long. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like the perfect storm to make long Q times. But I also think I I as a DPS player I want supports who can kill stuff too and who can fight for themselves too. Yeah, I'm okay And I with want that. tanks who can do the same. I don't and I I don't need it to be like I'm the only the DPS can kill stuff. I think that's crazy. I think every hero should be able to like You're right. take their fights and kill. I still think the DPS are better in like a like most engagements. They have more flexibility in dealing damage. They're still better than sports at mm-hmm. that. Maybe Iliari is like uh, exceptions. You can like snipe people. But even Iliari, yeah. close range, you're like getting fucked unless you're, unless you're like playing okay, so,
0: around the so pylon s- really well. Sam, go ahead and make your point. There's something I feel like you're trying yeah, to say.
4: I, by the way, I'm not saying that I don't think
1: support should be able to duel whatsoever. I just think it's gotten over tuned past the point and that's a we side agree. effect of 5v5. But I kind of want to go back to average players too because we're going be sure to go back up to the top 500 level and we, we have a bad habit of doing that. My point is, the average player's experience is slightly worse, and it's almost more of a bait, because even at that level, the big thing that they complained about back then was, oh, the Reaper's going in to get a kill. Oh, oh, you know, it's like Moira, like too much healing, right? Now, and you saw this with Arisa even originally, it's kind of like a bait for them to be, like, it's moth to a flame, right? They see tank, they shoot tank, right? Instead of it just being a couple tanks that were like that in Overwatch 1, almost every single tank has to compensate with that extra health pool. So from a DPS player's perspective, you're you're now every single tank has that Arisa problem, has that Hog problem. But in Overwatch 1, the tanks that most of these people picked back in the day, Reinhardt high pick rate, Zarya high pick rate, D.Va probably a high pick rate, were much more killable, and you actually had more options to make that play in Overwatch 1 than you did in Overwatch 2. And that's from the DPS player's perspective. Again, and from the tank... If you only play one or two of those heroes, or if you played Ball where well, your playstyle has gone, or you played Hog where well, your playstyle's just gone, you at least had some way to fit into the game, but now you just can't. And it can function, and they can get it there. I agree with you guys. It can get to that point. But it's not better than it was before. I'm not sure how big that margin is. I, really, that's speculation for me to be able to say how much that margin is. But those options and the way the game flowed in that regard, suited more casual players than it did previously. I'll use my roommate as an example. He used to play ball all the time. He liked to roll around. He was not playing that character right. I can promise you. He was in gold. I watched him. He was terrible. I hope he doesn't see this. He was not good. But now, because that a, a way to play the game is gone, he doesn't even play Overwatch anymore. Like, he's like, yeah, I just wanted to play ball. And like, that, now that his play style is gone, and you know, like my buddy who used to play Reinhardt, he feels the same way that having that off like allowed him to play Reinhardt better with his friends. They just stopped playing. And I just he's don't just think exactly like version of the game.
2: He these what? are tanks left. These are tanks that got left behind. And, and you know, I, when Hawk and I talked about this, I think we agree that there are tanks that got left behind. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. argument still is the new direction of tanks is is still positive. Like it, we, it's it's shown and proven that I think the new direction of tanks can work. I, mean.
3: I think every single time we've gotten like a meta and ranked, it's just like one tank that has that just sits on the objective and you can't get them off. Like. You get a Ramatra on the objective, it's just not really fun. Like, if you're playing a tank that can't get him off, or you're playing a support comp that can't get him off the objective, right now, Arissa, I guess she just got passed. Fun is so
2: subjective, man. Like I mean,
3: mean, it's it's obviously opinionated. We're we're talking about average
1: players, too. Yeah, we're
3: talking about average players. Like, these guys, like, I believe that, it's just my opinion, that Ramatra is more boring, and I believe that Arissa is more boring than any tank comp you could have played in Overwatch 1. I believe they're so, besides double shield, besides double shield. I think that they just feel unkillable, and like that's 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 kind of in the tank direction. They're just like one tank that's like unkillable that gets pocketed, and it's just like not really fun. Like uh, how fun? Just how
2: fun is it when you? How fun is it when you're playing the wrong comp? I know which one, which is quite common. If you're it, it feels now, even
1: worse than Overwatch 2! It feels awful when because you just if, play if you slow have tank. somebody who's picked that wrong tank. Like they contribute to a higher percentage of the team, so there's less options to actually help cover that weakness. And I would say. I think Jake was right when he talked about things like Symmetra, though. Like, in the DPS role, I haven't noticed one-tricks to be as much of a problem. In the tank role, it's a bigger problem in Overwatch 2 than it was in Overwatch 1. I'll agree. I think if you get, well, like, a one-trick on DPS, it's not as bad in this game. I, I, I'm not sure why that is,
4: but...
2: I feel like the key here is tanks that... tanks to the throw picks because they've been left behind. I think we agree on that.
4: I think, uh, that's fixable. Mean, regardless of, like, the They're current range. balance, right? I think from a theoretical perspective, 5v5 is at least fixable. Like, 5v5, at least you can rebalance these tanks, right? Like, if Ryan is, like, so terrible, we can, like, buff Ryan. If Ball is so terrible and he is, like, unplayable now, we can buff Ball. Or we can find a way to, like, rework him until eventually the tanks are, like, more commensurate to each other. But I think the problem in, in Overwatch 1 was that you can't fix people playing, like, anti-synergy heroes. Because, like, obviously the solution exists. You just don't pick those heroes and you pick the ones that work together but you can't stop people from doing that really or you can't like what are you gonna, you can, like you can't I mean, handle I... them fully to do hold, that hold on hawk hold on hawk You're and I, and I, right. so i think the point is that at least overwatch 2 with 5v5 at least they can eventually theoretically balance these tanks closer and closer until i already think the current meta is is actually like more balanced than, than you guys are making it out to be maybe arissa is too strong but like i think like i don't even think arissa is like that extremely too strong it doesn't feel like a 100% win Especially rate with the new and, like, patch gm yeah also new, new patch comes in but my, my point is this is that we we have had multiple metas in Overwatch 2 that are actually having multiple styles, even for pros. That is like unheard of in Overwatch, right? Since the game has come out, every single patch has devolved to like a one-trick mirror match meta in the end, for pros at least, right? I know I'm not I talking about true. That's uh, not uh, casual
5: uh, Hold on,
1: hawk, hold on, hawk, hold on. Jake, you're right. I, I think you're right on that, where it could get to that point. But here's my point.
4: So that's my point. Five v five has with, a better with right one tank.
1: It's actually harder to balance because now instead of trying to make one tank in like that's kind of fits that off tank role, right? Compete with three other heroes and like you're only looking to get three other heroes within range of each other. Now you have to. What get, do you mean three other heroes? Not, Sorry, I'm so like for example, like if monkey's in meta. the same
3: archetype in the same archetype in know, the like, same archetype
1: okay. right so like whoever's filling the off like for example like like with Winston comps you had diva sometimes you had zarya sometimes with it you had a uh, jesus like ball sometimes some atrocious ball monkey comp we don't even talk about that but instead of having only D.Va, those three characters compete for that spot now you have to deal with are there 11 tanks in the game now
0: i believe so That's
1: one hero is competing for 10 making it harder to balance to keep variety and diverse playstyles in the game with the same archetype so I would say that the game's harder to balance for the developers if they want to keep a variety of healthy tanks at one time. Well, in Overwatch 1, and this is where I think 5v5 really, really lost the most, was in the tank slot and in the tank category, especially for your average tank players who, frankly, if Arissa's meta right now, and she's an easy hero to pick up, and you just spam the abilities, and you want to play, I don't know, what's a hero that's, you know, that you bat into Arissa but that's not Roadhog, because Roadhog is such an outlier, like I don't know, example. Ryan or something, right? Which is a very high pick rate character requires it's a lot even of resources. harder it's even harder for that character to be competitive to get picked and feel rewarding when in order to keep the variety going they always have to only buff one tank and there's no option for a second tank to tank off that or take off tank off that workload. Take off that workload. And it, it's harder to fit these characters into a playable way in the game in the five v five environment. Hawk, what was that analogy that you made to supports? So we were talking the other night um, what was, yeah, can, can I let, to Hawk to so let, let Hawk make So
0: let Hawk get his, his if, metaphor
1: If it went
3: out. to 4v4, like, every support that was not made to be a solo support would now you have to be reworked Lucio. as well. Like,
1: you made this like, analogy
3: like say, like, say, say you're playing Lucio. Lucio is now the single support you have on your team. You have to buff him up so hard, but then he's the best he's support like in the game. He's
4: gotta, like, have both auras at once or something. Yeah, that, now yeah. he's the
3: best support in the game. This is exactly what they did to the tank. Like, the one tank, I mean, pe- people enjoy having support synergies right now. People enjoy working with the other support. But when you take that away, what happens to support? One support is significantly better than the others in that archetype. One support will just be the focus and the blame of like not getting healed. And the average player does not play many heroes. The average player does not want the pressure of being the solo tank. The average player, when they see a Reaper and they're playing Winston, feels like they're counterpicked. They can't win because they don't have the players that they, they just don't comprehend that. Like they get counterpicked so easily. So at that point, you're just,
1: you're just It's more of a coin flip me. than the matchmaker, I think.
3: You, you, the, and then, there you go. The matchmaker's back. Okay. One side of matches. One side of matches. Stomps. Like,
4: I, again, there you go. Again, I think this is the same thing in Overwatch so, 1. So, 1. There was so won. Yeah.
2: You're right, but it's less Wait,
0: wait, wait. Let Avro speak. I just speak. don't think that's true. Speak.
2: speak. No, I, I think balance was is more, more difficult to achieve in 6v6. And the reason for that is, again, you talk tank synergies together accounts for way more exponential increase in oppressive power and power in general than any of the other roles. Talk, you can talk about supports, but like, dude, honestly, like, there's, if you, let's, let's play this, let's play this hypothetical out. The more tanks are in the game, let's, let's go back and, I hate that we bring up open queue again, but I have to do this for the sake of the example. But the more tanks you add into the game, the more they exponentially increase each other's power and no other role does it. This is why it's difficult to balance. If you, if we were back in open queue and you had to balance tanks against the possibility of playing with three tanks in your team, four tanks in your team, five tanks to your team. Absolutely impossible. This is like when you had to, you know, way back in the original Overwatch release, you have to balance Winston against five copies of himself or some bullshit like that. Um, two tanks, balancing against the fact that there's another tank player on your team and what the most optimal output of that is, that's where the balance has to be because if you don't balance around that, then that optimal output of two tanks working together at the highest level of, you know, of two players calming together, trading cooldowns, covering each other, mitigating damage for each other, that... Gets absolutely insane. And that has to be addressed. And I think the, the most efficient way to address that is to lower the number of tanks. The more tanks are in the game, and this is again when you go back to OpenQ, it's just a proven point. The more tanks are in the game, the more powerful that tank role specifically becomes. You just don't see that as much in the other roles. You can stack five DPSs, doesn't feel as oppressive. You can stack five supports. Not even that bad. Five tanks, or like real more realistically, four tanks, two supports. We've had we've literally had those metas. Tanks compound on each other in, in a way that does not happen nearly as much in the other roles and that's why it's more, far more difficult to balance tanks when there are more tanks in the field especially on the same team
1: at high level play yes but no at we're any level of play. player in no, every play, you know were people level in a double shield meta in average ranks you think every player
3: right? experience goes every single game no they not did to, not to, no
4: what you your out- your you're, you you're talking about open queue. You're you're bringing up open queue. So argue, even if it's not, goes like Lucio
0: Mario I'm 14, I'm allowing the open queue example because we it's brought it's up powerful. four v four instead. Just, so like I'm a, allowing open hy- queue
2: with that. But it's a hypothetical to illustrate how strong tanks are when they compound together. To okay, prove that. Okay, I can say the
3: exact same thing with supports. I can say the exact same thing It's not the
5: same. not
0: the same Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's let's get some clarity. Let's get some clarity. Okay, so here's 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 something I want to interject because. We've talked a little bit about why people were playing like why tank was better in 66 why tank was better in 5v5. The truth of the matter is people have not been really interested in playing tank for a long time. Like the only one exception would be the start launch of Overwatch 2 when when tank was like the popular dominant role. But for the last was so much reworks and new content. Yeah, there was so much stuff going on and, and arguably they were they were ex- comparatively stronger after you know supports now got buffed and stuff. For the last 2 or 3 years of Overwatch 1 nobody wanted to play tank. I think one thing when you guys were discussing this, I I thought about bringing it up. I didn't want to interrupt you guys in your flow. There were priority passes back then because they just desperately needed to encourage people to play tank. And the truth and the reality was, yeah, it was just people farming priority passes with hog. It was just people who didn't want to play tank, locking hog, locking priority passes and getting them that way. Problem is now we have a different kind of problem, but people still don't want to play tank and that's potentially counterwatch and everything being thrown in your face. And as Hawk mentioned, the blame less rests solely on your shoulders. So the question I think that is perhaps more productive to have right now, because we've talked about what perhaps subjectively feels better, is what is easier to solve? Would it have been easier to solve the idea that like nobody wanted to play two tanks back when they were because of this synergy problem? Because the minute someone locks hog, it's, it's basically game over against the synergy. Or is it easier to solve counterwatch? So I'm going to let... Hulk go first, then Jake.
3: I think if they just add content to tank, people would play it. They've already proved that They've you, if you add content to a role, you're more likely to play it. They've already proven that. And now, I don't think these issues that you just brought up can be solved in 5 5 I think they're just going to keep getting worse as more heroes are added. I think they're going to keep getting worse. I think people are going to keep playing tank less and less, barring a new hero being released in a tank role that might be engaging. But I think that tank was not engaging after Provokey came out. I think immediately Arissa was shoved in your face and immediately Sigma was shoved in your face and became less engaging. Let's not talk about all the CCs that are in the game. Like, no tank enjoy playing against... I think I think the big three are Break Bash, and Mayfreeze. I think those three just ruined, like, playing tank in Overwatch 1. But all those things have been... All those things have been, like, addressed. They've been addressed. Like, there's no reason that Sombra should have hacked you up for seven seconds in Overwatch One or whatever it was. There's no reason that break should bash you every five seconds in a giant hitbox. I think Cassidy Flash was actually pretty fair. I think I don't think he I don't think it was incredibly broken. I don't think many people complained about that. And it seemed like it was a cooldown you could force out and play a grunt. When you had all these things that could be stacked on to what that on a tank, that's when it became a problem.
0: Okay. Jake, your POE. So,
4: yeah so my pov is that the idea of people wanting to play tank or not wanting to play tank i think even if you look at something like reddit or people who are like hard follow the fan communities for overwatch you're still getting a really really skewed sample of of people because it's people who care enough to post on reddit like or the bnet forms or whatever right so i think even people thinking about like well what are the conversations about the game and a lot of people so and a lot of people say oh like i want to do 66 like i missed that i think two points here first point is i think the reason that they changed a lot of the tanks in 5v5 to this like new style of like self-sufficient brawling heroes who like kind of are like big, strong DPS more so than they are like pure tanks who like work off each other like they did in 6v6. Like that stylistic change was not actually to make existing Overwatch 1 tank players happy. It was to make more people interested in playing the role, period. Because I think obviously if you're like Overwatch 1 tank player, you love playing 6v6 tank, then like obviously why would you want to change? Like that was your real, you love that but the point is there was just not enough people for whom that was true by like a really severe margin causing these like crazy bottlenecks in the queue for tank like it was like that was always the case i mean you can say it's arisa and sigma but haven't we been saying this whole time that when you drop new content on a role that like it should make people want to play that didn't even work on tank like they made new stuff and people still didn't want to play it that shows like how severe people's like not wanting to play tank how severe that was and i think that's Just a reality i think that's like a human reality i think in general when you have we have a lot of video games and people you know sort the world sort the world of gaming classes and you know rpgs and mmos into tank dps and support it's like a much broader than overwatch in general tank is not a popular role in general people want to play dps and support more often and so like making there, you need less supports or sorry, making you need less tanks by going 5v5 is like addressing something. It's like before Overwatch, before we even think about balance and how the game is, it's like people don't want to tank on average, not as many people want to tank. Sorry, not, not in general. Yeah. No one wants to tank. Some people love it. Some people love being, I'll be your shield Now I'm, I'm here in the front, I'm doing it. But that is just not as many people as people who want to heal and, and do damage and just like click on stuff. Right, as a person who likes to click on stuff, relatable, and I, I actually like playing tank a lot more now because I can just play heroes that click on stuff, and like that's what I want to do when I play the game. And so, five v five addresses something more fundamental than balance, and addresses something more fundamental than design space. Even though I think those things also support five v five, I think it addresses this core reality that people don't, people want to play the other roles more, and we had to make a change so that the the design reflects the reality of the player base. If the player base is, show, is showing the devs, hey, we have about half as many people who want to play tank as support and damage, the devs are like, all right, let's need half as many tanks. Like, why are we forcing this? We're, we're asking every match to have the players that that, that don't exist, right? They're not enough of, of, like the player, the game doesn't reflect the reality of the player base. So we should change the game rather than thinking, oh, we're going to fix this. We're going to like make more people change their mind and feel differently. It's like, no, that's that's not how the world works. You have to just change the product you're making so it suits... What people are are displaying their, their revealed preferences is, is, what it, is, what it, is what it comes down to. Revealed preferences, you don't want to play tank? All right, we're not going to need as many tanks in Overwatch. For me, that's, that's like the ultimate um, reason they had to make this change for the, for the health of the game in the future.
0: All right, good point. Samito wants a rebuttal.
1: Um, I just wanted to add on. Um... kind of answer the question which which one i i find this question a trouble like a hard one to answer because i'm not sure if it's exactly the same debate topic as it's kind of like the same thing with discussing open queue tanks right where it's like you know we're kind of debating which one functions better gameplay wise and this one's a little bit out out of the box but i'll I'll do i'm more talking like
4: the reality of the game i don't i'm not i mean like yeah because obviously that was that was an answer to you yeah sorry that was just the game together yeah like there's like this like yeah and like a pro match you could like there's all these like there are compelling arguments for 6v6 in my opinion, but I think this argument is sort of the the more foundational argument that supersedes discussions in, of balance, where people don't want to play word, that game, so we gave them a game they wanted sure. to play, sure, or the one that they showed they wanted to play, which I.e. not that many people want to play tank. Okay, we need less tanks to make a game.
1: Yeah, and I, I think you're right in the sense that there definitely were less people to queueing tank. I think I forget I saw the number. I was I was checking old overbuff stats. I think maybe like 30% of the people were wanted to queue tank, or so. I'll have to check that out. So don't don't quote me on that. Uh, a couple things. One, I, I disagree. I, I think it, at least when tank content was coming out, I think more people were playing tank. Like when Sig came out and like that right after the October 2020 patch, because Sig came out what, September? September? Um, August 2019? 20, okay. Okay, August, August was, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you guys, were, you guys were playing it. Was it in October came patch? came out in October? I don't think, I think Sig like. came out in September. I'm pretty sure, because World of Data September. was Sigma came out. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, like, right after Sig came out, like, tanks, like, the times were not abysmal across the roles. Like, right around that time when new content was coming out around the tanks, like, the times at 6v6 weren't abysmal. I think where it got abysmal was when the game was left and there weren't people, that, like, the popular roles and the popular tanks to play weren't able to really be picked at a high-level play, at least I can't talk for your average player. And the game was abandoned. There, like, it was hard to accurately judge what was going on because your casual player kind of lost interest in the game altogether because they were waiting for Overwatch 2. But I'll, I'll tip the hat a little bit there, where you're that, right. That where proves Jake's are... point. Well, let me finish. Let me finish, right? So let's say we go to five v five. You still lose more tank players by removing the, their ability to play their hero the way they did in Overwatch one from playing the role. People like my roommate who play the game casually. People who like to play the off tank role. You lose almost all of them. I'm not gonna say that's not fair to say. You're right. You're not. That's not fair to say. But you're gonna lose. If cyber... that
4: were true, would not the queue times be, be longer? Well, because
1: while you do remove one player and you, sorry, while you do lower the requirement to start a match, you also decrease the volume of people willing to play the role. To what margin? I'm not sure. So I will give you a little bit of that point there. I will tip the hat in in that regard, but we don't know how much that helped. We don't know how many people stop playing tank because the way to play their hero, like I have people, they were coming to my chat all the time, like, man, I used to play ball. I don't play ball anymore at all because the way to play them... Is it viable in the game anymore? Yidel covered that in his video. What about the old people who would just hop on a play hog, the hero that people complained about a lot that has lost his role in the game altogether and will get flamed every game for picking that character? So you're right. You lowered the requirement to actually have people like start a match and enroll queue. That's really, really important in the industry where compared to when Overwatch first came out. There's way more shooters out there. There's a lot more competition in the industry. So lowering those queue times absolutely is important. But what did it cost you as well? It cost you more coin flip matches because if you don't get the right tank in that scenario, I mean, you could just waste the whole match because you get the hog that's running around like a goofball or a ball who's rolling around like a goofball or, you know, somebody who clearly is making big mistakes and is mixed mismatched, right? So... You're right in the sense that I'll, I'll tip the hat there and say, okay, you know, maybe this made it easier for matches to come up, and maybe there were less people queuing that role in general, and, you know, that this is one way to address it. But you also lost quality for it, and you lost depth. And in my personal opinion, the reason why I prefer 6v6 is the cost to making that change outweighs the reward of slightly getting that potentially faster match. When you lose players' play styles in the tank role, you... Frankly, just, you know, make that role harder to balance, in my opinion. I know, Avril, you'll disagree. At the high-level play, sure, maybe, but you're making no, that every-level
2: role... play. I said every-level. I wasn't uh, talking every level? level Oh, okay. yeah, so Sam, finish it. your point, just, then we'll let Avril yeah. talk.
0: Finish your I, point, I, I then we'll let Avril talk. I
1: disagree at that point, because, again, now you have 10 or 11 heroes competing for that one spot, and they you almost eliminate the archetype from the equation. It's, it's greatly diminished, and it's just so much more competitive to get those heroes to get played— and those costs just, I personally think, outweigh the benefit of, from a format and product level design, making that change. I think you lose more than you gain.
2: Okay. Uh, I want to address. So first thing I want to address there is there's a lot of stuff said there. Um, number one is we're talking about like, well, tank would be more popular if we added more content for tank. That's a redundant point because that's true for every single role. You just see that across Any role that support. gets you here. It worked for support. Any role- I'm not, I, I agree that it works, but it's redundant because it's, it's just, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, what, you're saying water is wet, like no shit, of course, if a, if a role gets heroes, it's going to get played, oh, but that, but, but, what, what, to prove Jake's point, is when we didn't have content, we we're in a content drought, the, the roles, and the of the roles, normalized to what they actually are, to how popular actually are, tank. when it's completely it was frustrating to play tank, it's always been frustrating to play tank, that's always okay. been true,
3: well, it, they abandoned the game for two years how can you even argue they abandoned the game and left the most frustrating role not fun like how how do you how do you
2: i'm saying it's not fun i'm I'm debating it's not hang on i'm debating it's not fun because of the way tanks interact with each other because of the requirements we talk sam brings up multiple times how like you guys talk about the depth and like oh you have tank synergies and like helping each other and covering each other's weakness i'm not that's not that's not just a feature of tanks it's a requirement for tanks to actually be fun and for the majority of gamers, for the majority of people, this is why I'm saying it's when I'm talking about balance, I'm not talking about pro. Level. People don't understand. People think I'm talking about pro for some reason. I'm talking about the whole game. The whole game for the balance of tanks doesn't work because the requirement is that you must synergize with tanks. It's not just a feature. You must play that way. As I disagree. But to actually work,
1: can you, I disagree can you for average players. I don't think that's. Wait,
2: Averro, have you finished your play first? Day? Right. Is there anything we're doing? Or do you um, want to then. Let- I think I think Sam brought up three points. I addressed two of them. I'm trying to
0: remember what's the third point was. You can do the
1: third. Uh,
0: but I can't, I can't remember all of them. <laughs> okay, well take a second problems. to think about it while Hulk, yeah. perhaps you want to respond. Well, can but, you uh, agree that... Oh, sorry. sorry go, oh. go, go, go. You go, right. you go, you go. Can
3: you agree that more average players get easily counterpicked and play less heroes?
2: In Overwatch 2? In
5: Overwatch 2, yes.
2: Uh, I think t- specifically for tank, counterpicking is more prevalent in Overwatch 2, specifically for tank.
3: And do you agree that I would, more average players... I mean, more average players play less heroes?
2: But I would, I would argue that a lot of this discussion about Tank and Overwatch 2 is due to the fact that there are, there, are plenty of, there are plenty of numbers of leftover tanks that are just ported over from 6v6 to 5v5 without enough changes to really make them into 5v5 tanks. So I think that's the major weakness. That's the one area that I'm happy to concede. It is the one major area of weakness for 5v5. But as Jake and I have discussed, that's an area that is actively being fixed and you can actually see a light at the end of the tunnel what that looks like and that's that's positive for the future development of the game. how
3: confident are you that could be fixed? Because if you look at Wait, today's patch, I mean like I am not confident this could be fixed at all. Like Zarya is now the new flavor. Like I look at this patch and say, yep, this hero is fucking broken. Like that's what I see. I see this hero uh, actually, is gonna be good at all
4: ranks now. Than, I would I would
2: actually argue I would actually this, argue the patch that, is
4: out, right? So we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah um, I believe hang the on, patch hang is on, I'll just say
2: my I'll just say my one piece before we can that. Uh, I would actually argue that for Overwatch 2 in for the casual player at low ranks just a normal quick play whatever the actual flavor of the month and what is quote unquote meta is far less relevant that's always been true for Overwatch's high lifespan Overwatch 1 Overwatch 2 whatever is meta because people bring it up you, you know people always say it's like yeah well average players never play goes correct because the meta applies less to you the lower your rank is, the more casual you are. So, this idea of like counterpicking on tanks, that is absolutely true and probably a lot more of an issue at the high level, way less so, I think, for the casual player.
1: I think it's more easy. true in 5v5 for your average
2: player than 6v6. Cur- cur- currently, and the reason for that, as we agreed upon, is because there are some leftover tanks that just don't feel right in this game. I, I, I don't, don't think
1: it's that's fixable. true. It's not that's fixable. Not, that's, not, that's not true. Because those matchups, like, proven like, to be fixable. How? What do you? What do you how? How, how? What
2: is it? How? Because you look at the new tanks designed, I, I think I'm, I'm pr- unless Blizzard really makes some mistakes here, all the new tanks that are released really fit the mold of what Five v Five is for tanks than the old tanks. And some of the tanks that have been reworked and brought over, like I said, all uh, um, release of Watch Two Doom with the uh, with the slow back in brilliant example of a ported Overwatch One, <clears throat> sorry tank that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think Orissa, outside the fact that she's insanely tanking. Tanky, you just you can drop the numbers and balance that she's she's design but wise. But, but, that, but on, another
1: hero's better. Hold on, Hawk. Hold, hold on. But those are some of the more popular original heroes that people had good experiences at your average level playing. Rhine, Diva, and Zarya have all permanently lost playstyles that people that played Overwatch One loved and that they will never get back in Five v Five in Overwatch Two. They can yeah, function, but they won't ever be better than what they were able to do in Overwatch 1, and, like, I'm sorry, and, and go, Sam, find me somebody who compl- go find me somebody who complains about Ryan Zarya from Overwatch 1. Sam, go find the, me the, one person sorry, who can complain about that.
2: The reality of it is, life-service games, they are going to change. I'm sorry, but the guy that liked to play three winstons and three lucios in original overwatch he's not going to get that experience back it is because no 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 no, 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 no. hang on i'll let him make his point and then i'll see let me make because you're talking about you're talking about styles of play that have been lost you're talking about ways of playing the game that have been lost there's plenty of styles and plenty of ways to play the game that have been lost i'm sorry but that's abundantly
0: true and that's I will concede easy. that because people there's plenty of people who miss open queue as well so you know that I that's, think that is just okay. how it is I
1: like playing I Zari like playing Spinner
4: Junkrat team. when I could one tap the fucking Tracer with a Mercy Boost in the giant AoE I had a great time you know but like it's gone now Guys, and that's okay you I mean, I think
2: you're being intellectually dishonest if you're not engaging there. Like, I, what I'm should, saying I, is absolutely true. I think true. the
4: realm
1: as to what, like, the hero power levels and actual play styles are two completely different things. Completely well, like, different. I, things. I really
4: disagree with this idea of, like, like, which, so, so from the Zarya's perspective in Ryan Zarya, what is, like, if I like playing Zarya and bubbling my Ryan when he runs in, in what way is that? really lost if i play zarya and i bubble my my genji or my reaper uh, or whatever hero like wants to like jump in you That get you might not have
5: those
3: you well, might not have those right but you might not have
4: a ryan when in overwatch one Yeah, okay, well, we can zarya. bubble somebody you know what, you can bubble somebody. well what if we have an arisa it's, easier to, it's much easier like a a or a sigma like or four. or Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the much way easier that, to bubble a tank. It's, it's yeah, but you can that... also bubble yourself twice, right? So, like, we like I, I think you can be the one going yes, forward, you ex- take both yes, bubbles on yourself. That, like, is there anyone who loves more. playing Zarya who's like, I'm so pissed I have to always bubble myself, like, this sucks. Like, I, yes. I, to, I play Zarya really? and I bubble myself. If I don't have a hero who goes in, I go in and I multi-bubble myself. I don't care. Like, like what if I... The only thing that's lost, I agree, is that, like, I wanted to duo queue with my friend and we could do, like, this cool synergy stuff on tank. And I agree that's lost, but I think that was a sacrifice that had to be made because there was too much potential in that. There was, you know there what was else too was much in oppressing the rest of the game.
2: This, and this is a fair point. This is not, nothing that was lost that pissed people off. With role queue being added, people couldn't just flex to any other role. That was a major thing that was lost. I mean, you, there's so many. The, the list of things that was lost yes. over time is yes. endless. So going down that pathway for an argument I, is ridiculous.
1: No, I don't think it's ridiculous at all, because those heroes still- no, I think it's a fair point, it's just, and, it's no, just no, it's a not. question because, of sacrifice, because, what's the value? Because, no, not because, your.
4: I think your point is fair, it is a something we've lost, but I think that the broader point is, we, of course we'll lose stuff, but we have to value it against what we've gained.
1: Yes, but I, I think the difference between people losing people, like being able to flex to other characters and actual power in their game, is that this quite literally removes content from the game in the sense that the way the heroes can be played huh. and the diversity of how they can be played across the board, not just hog and You mentioned
2: just on quantity. Let him finish. Let him finish. Saying, let like, him finish. One let, list him
0: finish. let him finish, then you can respond. I'll give you your timeout so, roll, but let Sam finish his point.
1: So, the point I'm trying to make here is sure, you could argue that you couldn't flex to other roles, and that wasn't, you know, you could argue that wasn't enjoyable, but that doesn't specify the total things that a character can do to interact with other characters in the game. If you remove, like removing a tank from the game comp- as a Zarya player, if you could bubble a Reinhardt, the amount of space that Reinhardt could hold forward lasted for a long period of time. And when tanks both collectively had lower health pools and supports didn't have all of these Overwatch 2 mobility creep, whatever you want to call it, as Yuto called it in his video, you were able to kind of splice and force an off angle as Zarya and go look for an, A numerous amount of picks that you could possibly create because more heroes in that environment of the game were actually killable in a quote-unquote one-on-one scenario. You were able to create small windows for yourself to kind of play forward. Hawk, you can testify to this way better because you were a way better Zarya player than I am. Um, But there were windows of opportunity to create for yourself by having that bubble be on a tank because they could save their resources kind of walk forward. It's that poke exchange kind of thing that Jake talked about earlier, and it was just the right amount of Goldilocks zone where The best players in the world and the skill ceiling was so great on that that the smallest decisions you made in that two to three second window to create an opportunity were some of the most fun moments in Overwatch history for me personally. And many other players playing Ryan Zarya going around looking for that kill. Granted, they couldn't do the big combos in the average ranks, but that was a play style that from the transition from open queue to roll queue 6v6, you still had as Zarya, right? But from... Six v six to five v five. You have now lost unless you have an echo copying a tank, in
4: which case well, you can still well, do Well, not it. even echo copy. Like, what, is it really like like you needed to bubble my? I need to bubble the Winston. It's like no, I don't. I just bubble any girl to make space But it was me.
1: an it was an extra option, and that option added depth to the game that made the game more okay. fun you and gave you more but, options. You, you're just, you can't. I mean, I just okay, can't
0: so, so Sam, like finish more your more point, more, and then finish your point, Sam. Is that your point? Okay, Avro, go ahead. You can't you can't go down the
2: pathway, because then I'm going to argue three tanks. You could do these things. Oh, we lost four tanks. You could do these. I'm not arguing for open. But yeah, not, well, but the, well, you're, you're well, saying, me, you're saying like, oh, right. we have less tanks, and but I'm just so saying, what like, Sam is saying. The, what the Sam, whole... Sam is
0: saying is that the the cost was too great, right? The the the, the variance that you guys are the having is Avril. You Avril, you feel that well, we've made sacrifices along the way for the strive of a better game. What Sam is saying, this one was mm-hmm. too much. Like this one was wrong. We made the yeah, wrong you're call right. here.
1: you I phrased that poorly. You're right in the sense that with roll queue and going to roll queue away from that, like. What you gain were consistent quality matches and not the 5 DPS 1 Mercy that Jake referenced earlier. I, I should have specified that. Thank you SVB. I, I no
0: worries. There. Okay, Jake, yeah. you said you wanted so, to say something.
4: So I'd I just like to address this because, you know, I think that is the ultimate question. Is the cost... I mean, because obviously there's cost, right? Like Obviously, going to 5v5, yes, you lose. Like, I cannot bubble my Winston anymore when I'm playing Zarya because we can't have both on the same team, right? Like, that's how the game works now. But I, I really just question this idea that, like, something crucial has been lost there. Like what did you you love that so much on Zarya that I, I have to bubble the Winston? It's like, dude, just bubble.
0: There's no, like a bunch of heroes that will to. go in for you and make. You space. don't have lowered to. It, no, it no, lowered no, no. the skill it, ceiling. It
4: lowered the skill
1: ceiling. Yes, and Jake, you're right. You don't have Shoot. to. And like five v five, you could still get some of that, but you could, and it was better to have more options because it raises the skill ceiling of the game. And my personal, this is just my personal opinion about gaming. Well, in, general. in the
4: sense that like you can bubble five allies in six v six, and only four of them in five v five. There are less options. But
1: because none of them know. are an for extra me, that tank doesn't like, hold that space. doesn't
4: make well, right? But like can a bunch of heroes a can hold space, right? Like Genji no, can like hold his deep a, like for longer, and holds his wraith for longer. Like a bunch of other heroes, ca- like it's other heroes can energy. do this. And you could say, like, what if I don't have Genji? What do you want Winston? You know, like, 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 what if you <laughs> have a, a tank who <laughs> goes in?
3: Any take in Overwatch one and
4: get energy off it. No, no, cut. Zarya, Sigma, Diva. who shoots these heroes? You bubble your Sigma, he walks forward, he gets energy. It was, no, it was easier. He easier he am, I oh. bub,
3: am I supposed to bubble my, like, my, I don't know, my solar no, Imagine me playing in this Zarya
4: game? Sigma in Overwatch 1. You'd be like, oh, I'm getting so much energy from this fucking Sigma pressing W. Yes, like, yes. So I it
3: was, fun. <laughs> it was fun playing Zarya Sigma. Like, it actually was. Like, it was not, like,
1: it was fun to do <laughs> that. Ran like, that. I think Revival played that against us one.
4: I time. feel like that was never good. Like, it was, was never good. Like that, it was never good Sigma Because Sigma. doesn't create, like, the heroes that are good with Zarya, the heroes who have some, like, immediate threat. It that was still has fun, to be addressed, though. and then Zarya forces you to, like, respond to the immediate threat, because, but, but you can't because you give Zarya energy, right? She puts you in this double-bind scenario. But, right, like, and then, and then, but oh, in Overwatch 2, like, you, you can still do that. It's just not the tank who provides immediate threat. It's a DPS- who who goes in for you and provides immediate threat. Okay, yeah, or I agree. It's yeah. yourself you just bubble twice. Like so we yes we lost yes you can only bubble four allies instead of five. There's less choices. But now you can use both the bubbles on yourself. There's like an even broader foundational choice that has been added in, right? Like and- yes on Winston, you don't go in with your with your diva matrixing you you can hard dive because you know you're going to get matrix, but instead you have an option to like poke. You know, you have like more flexibility in your playstyle. You're not pure short range hero. So like yes there's some some things have been lost that reduce skill ceiling, but I would argue on all those heroes like Ryan can cancel his pin, multiple fire strikes, right? Like all these legacy heroes have had dramatic increases lowers. to what they can their kid I can do. I think that
3: lowers skill ceiling. I think tanks are too tanky. They're just too
1: tanky. Like
4: I don't like when I'm when I'm shooting. How, at I mean, another how tank does having this game more options on your kid lower your lower your skill
1: ceiling? If it's easier to cancel, maybe let, let Hulk
4: finish. Let Hulk finish his point. There's whatever
3: I'm t- having a tank war in Overwatch Two. I'm just forcing cooldowns. It's so much harder to gain the space like they're just so tanky the super tanks are too tanky like zarya when she's good is too tanky when orissa is good she's too tanky when any hero is too good they're too tanky especially when you start getting these like support combos that just heal you for like 200 to 300 like instantly like it's just not even like it's just not even debatable like you just it healed instantly the tank war is less fun like it is not as it's it's you might have more things to do where theoretically, oh, it's a higher skill scene. I can cast my pin, but is less engaging. Like, it is less I'd engaging. I'd say that's
1: a skill four thing, though, because it's not about, like, making the right play. It's just you get bailed out of the bad one, no? Or am I- Maybe just I mean, a yeah, example. Kind of, yeah,
3: Like it is harder to punish, like, if I, see Ram- like that, though. if I see a Ramatra pop his shift, and I'm like, oh, well, he can just AFK and wait for the next one, like, he's not punished, if I see, but if you saw Azari in Overwatch 1, oh my god, she wastes her cell bubble, she's only gonna have max of 40 energy, and she's uncooled cooldown for 12 seconds, now is our time to go, it is our window, it is counterable, like, let's push, let's do something, she's killable, she's 400 HP, she doesn't have a super tank, oh, if you shoot the other tank as well, they their healing is split, but now everything is just focused on the one tank being so powerful. It lowers skill ceiling. It lowers that like it just lowers the play styles. Like you say, oh yeah, we lost these playstyles when we went to other things. But I think it am telling lowers,
4: you. it increases the skill floor. But I don't agree. It lowers the skill ceiling. Like yes, you're harder to punish mistakes, but in my opinion, Hawk, frankly, that's only a problem for the very very small percentage of the player base who experiences being a player expected to carry the match on tank. And for that group of players, i.e., like the top Post- you know a few people hundred players tank. people blame the take the most yeah, every I, I think people are just deeply wrong mo- mo- in most cases that's always like yeah people, people are, are gonna wrong. have like a fucked up perception but if it but, feels I mean, bad the place, as the, the people tank, for whom that's bad. actually true are the people who like like you who might actually get into a match where they are like whatever it is i don't know sr you know, let's let's say you're 500 sr over the other tank you like need to gap him and like crush them in order to win your game because you are too high rated. There's not a real opponent who can like match you, and so the enemy team is all going to be better on average than your team. And that's only and true
5: exactly. the game. And you're fucked. fucked. You're actually super the game.
4: But but you are. There are, there's not many of you. That's the point. I mean, I played Mol- against Diva against playing playing <laughs> yeah. on Root.
3: Remember, I played a Diva mirror <sighs> against you on Root a couple weeks ago, and. I, I press tab four minutes into the game. My entire team is negative. My entire yeah, team is negative. No, no, I couldn't see do this. The problem
4: is you're just you're screwed when you're against me because I'm going to play some brain dead shit and just mark you the whole game and force you to trade me. And you can't really gap me that hard. And so you can't do enough to win because my teammates are that gapping you. That lowers
3: your it though. That lowers it. But, but like, that is me, only but that everyone. is a situation
4: that so few players will ever experience where where that is like 1.001% of the player base. Where, I don't think it's true, though. People get no, no, like, easily like, I'm telling you, like When you get to the—this is because we're on the right tail of the bell curve. There's, like, unique problems in matchmaking. Like, I think mercy is, like, a huge problem for people on the very end of the bell curve. Because if I'm on DPS, and it's, like, a GM4 lobby, and I'm, like, the highest-rated player by— just to use an SR number, like, 1,000 SR, if I have a mercy pocket, the game is over for the enemy. Like, I will just god-carry the game. Because the enemy team doesn't have good enough players and my low rated like, mercy. Well, exactly that's my point. The matchmaker cannot account for you needing to be you are like so much better than the other tank, but you can't gap them hard enough because they're just like pressing their buttons and you you can't gap them hard enough. The that, is, is like, a... that is not buttons, a problem yeah. that the devs can solve. That is like too. It that was is, solved like, so it's six rare. six.
3: It was solved though in six v six. Like, I don't was... think that's
1: true.
4: I think that's it always is. been a problem uh, in the game. I wouldn't say it's solved.
1: But, okay, I it's think solo, Hawks, but it's not I
4: think what you're talking, it's mitigated is it's, it's what he's it's saying. Less prevalent. I, think. I, I agree. There are unique problems that come for the last, like the the literally the top small if, if handful of players. Yes, there's like deep flaws in matchmaking. But I don't think it's possible to solve for a matchmaker that makes great matches for people on your level, Hawk. That don't take two hours to queue for. That if is I'm like playing... too hard. There are there's like five people in the world who can be on the fucking tank roll against you and make it like a fair match. And you can just play like a I do think. Tank. I do the think. The people you have to solo kill if, if and do I'm so much. i well at 6
3: that means my other tank is probably playing well. If I'm playing well in 5v5, I I have to rely so much more on the, the team comp and the skill levels of my teammates. And that's just not. That's not just me though. Are, are, like, are you saying every rank.
1: You, What's more important though, Hawk? Because I have a question for you, honestly here. So, would you say that it's more important that your supports are better at stake? Because what I've noticed, and this is a, a problem it's that cold. I've had with 5 5 is especially in the case where you get like Mercy Moira, you get low impact supports because that additional power has been offloaded to the support role and heroes other than Mercy and Moira. Like I found that without an off tank, like at least if I had a Mercy Moira in Overwatch One, if like I, I my exchange, like if the tank and I picked one of those tank combos, we had more control over our game, right? And control over. I'm not our gonna lie, if you
4: have Mercy Moira, you you're probably one. fucked either way. You're probably
1: fucked either <laughs> way. I, I, will, I will acknowledge. <laughs> but like yeah. in 5 in e 5 like it's hard like it's even more of a gg when that happens right and i guess that's more of the argument of the coin flip um kind of like but that
4: for me that's always Overwatch. overwatch. You get to yeah, I mean, You're there's right. always You're been right. flip game But it's not There's always been Xbox. like auto-moved. Yes, is I, actually I, more common. I,
3: the devs have talked about it. Every blog post, guys, we're, we're working on making one side matches better. We're, we might even introduce some new systems to, to make it better. The,
0: the, the problem is there's a lot of facets to that, right? Because not only have they changed the, the format, but they also made changes to the rank system, how the rank you know matching up works, the MMR decay from previous... So there's a lot of factors that we can't necessarily isolate. I personally as well, disagree that there's really any manifest difference in this issue between five five and six six because I agree with Hawk that I think if you it, it isn't just a Hawk problem. I think you can be in diamond and the matchmaker has made it so that you are the master five tank in this diamond two lobby. Expect it to gap the other tank. The problem is that it's easy to run heroes that are low value but counter your pick. Right, that is the frustration of and the tank the player at the moment.
3: That's the overshoot tank.
0: That's how. That's the that tank is the problem but 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 i would i would and i'm I'm gonna go to avril anyways but what i would argue is that if you were in 6v6 and you had two tanks you could equally face a similar problem of like well i'm expected to be the best tank here i pick i don't know reinhardt and my guy runs hog they're running they're two mediocre tanks running sigma risa or whatever it is you still i think are in the same i I still think always
4: an outlier or no whatever whatever any good combo any good combo, any good combo.
0: On, no but i think any any
3: take up in the game for, well you could do that now
0: i, I think you through. could do that now either way too like you could you could gap it's just really hard and i think it's the same idea there like you could gap and it's i think it's negligible the difference is negligible i don't think it's sways. that's why i'm moving past that point because i want to go to avril avril said a while back he has a question actually Oh, I
2: forgot. We've we've it's like 10 we've minutes gone around, around the, gone the merry-go-round. We're yeah, the top top. The I, bridge, they, they were, I wanted river. to I wanted to I wanted to challenge Sam like ten minutes ago, but I honestly I've just forgotten what that well, discussion what was. It, was.
1: What, was my, what was I talking about?
2: It's I don't even. It's too it's too it's fucking too long, long, too long. Too we, long. We, we moved keep, on. We, we moved, moved on. President. we've it's, moved on so far that it's it's irrelevant now. So well, is there anything you wanted to
0: add, Avril? To what was being I was I
2: was going to talk about this current discussion. It's like a lot of we keep bringing up stuff like yeah, tanks are really tanky, supports are the the healing way too much and. The tanks don't die and you're not you know you can't gap the other tank a lot of this this is to me the ultimate proof that the game is indeed balanced for casuals because if it were up to me tanks wouldn't be that tanky we'd have far less in but you know what the the game at the casual level would probably suffer because people will get fucking punished you want to talk about the skill floor the skill floor i i i personally believe this might just be my opinion but this my opinion is that the casual player wants the skill floor to be raised i.e to be easier to play because otherwise the game is too punishing Wait, what, and that's,
1: that's, that's no you're the right sorry,
2: yeah. yeah the skill floor basically the game like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah like i would argue that they want that to happen and if you go to being there forums I'm, and, and me, you know maybe that's not the most accurate as jake says it's that's where all the most toxic people who actually want to complain about the game go to the point is like a lot of like th- this is this is also just indicative of the game just being balanced for casuals in general because the game is not as punishing it's hard for you to gap it's hard for you to do all these things. Because a better game, if we were to balance the game, we would probably all reduce the healing Eventually, by shitload. We're all, we're we're all, all playing, playing tanking. Quake and then, I mean, and then Yeah, and then we're, and then we're just playing Quake that's and That's You and want to play high skill. Let finish. finish,
0: please.
2: I agree with Jake. We'd just be playing Quake and stick, which actually might be better. Maybe I'd prefer that. Maybe we would all prefer that. But for the casual player, the game would probably suck for them. So, like, a lot of these issues, I think is is the dichotomy of, like, how do you balance a game that it's fun for high-level players like you guys versus... Like, casual players that would just get rolled if the game was harder like that.
3: Casual players get counterpicked easier. They have a less fun time. Like, I, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't
2: mean think the, counterpicks... The other
4: at the level is, low is, is worse at counterpicking you, right? Like, you're bad at swapping to deal with the counterpicks, but so the other tank is also bad at counterpicking you, or they don't actually play the hero they need to counterpick you.
3: But that's out of your control, so though.
4: Like, that's just, like, another thing that's out of your control that you used to be able to work with someone else with. Again, but I, I don't think that that's actually the case that you could, like always solve it like i think overwatch one was full of games where like oh nice the enemy's playing like whatever a full dive comp that like all dives together and we're just playing like some random ass shit we have a reinhardt we have no one who's gonna play lucio you know it's like we lose. Do <laughs> like, you think like, ball hog could
3: always? Was Diva? Like in ninety like, percent, in most no, even
4: ball hog is fine. But like, but like, imagine ball hog, and then you've got like I don't know, Lucio Moira with ball hog. You're fucked against like remotely confident girls like Ana Zen. You're playing ball hog and Ana Zen with Lucio. I would Moira. say, like, what are you gonna I, do? I would,
3: say, I would say, you probably can win against Ana Zen. I would say you probably cannot win against. get you ring. playing,
4: what?
2: If it's you playing, you'll probably win.
4: Like, yeah, maybe Brig is a better example. Like, let's say on a Brig, and you're playing. you're playing. That's another. Ball like, I, I feel like double support. shield and There's Brig always going to be comps that auto lose.
3: That shouldn't have ever been as powerful as they were. May Brig in anything.
4: I mean, even on a Zen, in my opinion, is like or or like even like on DPS, right? Like, you know, it's just like the anti-synergy is the problem. Right, like any one hero, or even like maybe two heroes. I think tank is like the most severe. Where there were some like even ball hog is not the worst comp. People like memed on it the most, but there are worse comps. Like I think stuff like like is the worst meta, possible comp like Aristo and yeah, yeah. Like there's always and there's like on support, it's like Zen Moro is always like my go to. Like you cannot play this. Oh, heroes. so you oh, like, Zen. Like, so after every support
3: got healing, like it just yeah, yeah. yeah. It just so, felt awful.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the end, like there are always gonna be duos and combinations that just don't fit you know and like sometimes like if you even like the weird off meta heroes like yeah bough hog and then you've got like maybe you've got like snipers and like a a, to- a sniper and a torb and like a zen and a bap that comes actually kind of good like that's kind of hard to play against there's a lot of shit that just randomly kills you and it's kind of hard to get to them and they're kind of running around and always threatening you and booping you and sniping you like there are comps that fit that when you play that all together that make that work but the point is Is not that like the two comps that you fit them all pieces together, like which one's better, which one's worse. It's like one comp where the pieces fit and another comp where they don't is always going to be a huge problem in Overwatch. That's just like the nature of the game. The heroes are too unique and they're too different from one another. And when you make a, a comp that fits, you make a comp that like, I don't even care meta heroes or not, right? In my opinion, like for almost everyone in the game, the meta, if you just play like a rush comp that like has heroes who close gaps and kill you at close range versus, like, any shitty comp in the game, you're just gonna win. It doesn't matter what the map type is. It's like, as if your comp has some sort of theme or concept behind it, like, we all poke, we all dive, we all rush. Like, if you're one of those three themes, you're so far ahead of, like, the random, random-ass shit that people might come up with, just, like, everyone locking whatever hero they decided to, but coming into the game without thinking about their teammates. You've always, in the history of Overwatch, and you always will be fucked if you don't, if you have, like, a comp that makes sense versus one that does not. And so, my point is that, really like in the end the way to to minimize this issue to rectify first it was roll queue i think five on five is also part of this where you can make the the synergies less dominant because those synergies that like that like destroy things that don't have synergy by removing the most extreme ones at least the random bullshit stuff people play is like less it's less extremely bad i think than it used to be in in my view it's less the 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 distance between the synergy comp and the non-synergy comp is is shorter when there's the synergy is just less effective like and i think the tank synergy was the best and so we're moving it removed the top end of synergy which also removed one of the really fun things about playing with a full team and like yes we're going to do everything perfect we have these crazy things we can do if we all work together we lost that but in exchange at least like the random rng matchmaking stuff is like more you can have like more impact you're not just like hard destroyed by heroes that work together and cancel out every every individual play you can make. So the game became I, more individualistic, which some people don't like. I don't
1: think it, and make everything immortal now anyway, and they just remove plays regardless. I would I say think, like, yeah, sorry, you can go ahead. Hawk. You're good.
3: I, I said I I think yeah it might be in, in more more individualistic or each player in the team might have more individual value, but I still think one player in five five has more impact to throw your game and make you have a negative experience than 6v6.
4: Well, that's this, just like a mathematical yeah, that, fact, right? Yeah, I... I exactly. Yeah, that, like, I don't it's, think that's, that's a problem, anywhere. Like,
3: I flick like my you time is like, like, The not.
4: proportion of players who will do that arguably hasn't changed. So, like, yes, one of them is a bigger deal on 5v5, five on five, but, like, statistically, that's not... That's not significant, not th- right? I don't think that argument... Because goes you could just as probably easily probably. have two on the
0: 66
1: or... Sam, whatever, you would kind
0: of like, make a point.
1: Well, yeah, I think I think that the the argument like whether or not you're carrying or whether or not somebody's throwing, I I kind of want to shelf that altogether because I you could argue the same thing statistically on both for both five v five and six v six, and I feel like we wouldn't get anywhere with that. I, I would say like I, I would say though that I feel like as a DPS player, I have less individual impact out, outside of double shield right now in the game, just because there's so many like I I cannot kill a tank ever ever like there was some circumstances in Overwatch one where I could do that. Now in this game, it's not going to happen. It's it's just not going to happen, and the supports are had to be made better, even better duelers in this game than they were in six v six, and now they have Kiri can TP across the map and make somebody inv- like invul- invul- invulnerable and undo everything I did. Like I feel like in order to beat a support in this game, I have to kill them three times over. While in Overwatch two or Overwatch one, at, towards the end it felt like I was killing them two times over, which was still frustrating, but. At least as a damage player, like, I, I don't feel like I have that, I, like, I, I agree, and here's where I think, Jake and Hour, you guys are right, like, it does feel a little bit better to be shooting an immortal Orisa as a character than her barriers, and I'll agree with, I like getting hit markers, right, you know, everybody's d- done that since way back in the day, and I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll agree with you guys on that, for sure, like, I, I think that's, that's something that 5v5... Oh, I kind of shelf Double Shield earlier. I don't think that was true outside of Double Shield, but from Double Shield to 5v5, I, I agree with you guys there. But in terms of like what I'm actually contributing, it, it doesn't feel like, and this might be what Avril said too, where this is just where supports are at right now, and it can be tuned back with the pendulum, but I think 5v5 is what caused that pendulum to swing as far as it did. Maybe it'll come back down a little bit, but I haven't, like, with with
4: the, the way that supports- we agree.
1: ...changed. I mean, it it was- they I, were really I weak when so.
4: 5v5 launched, right? So it's obviously achievable to have a world where supports aren't okay. broken.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I mean, if you people aren't keep in the role because of it, then- okay.
3: Can we can we agree that if supports don't go down power levels, and the the tanks that don't work well in Overwatch 2 don't get worked, then 5v5 is worse?
2: I mean, if, I the I mean aban- if the game is abandoned, if the game is abandoned today and no more, no more patches, then I would agree. If the yeah, game is abandoned, I'm, I'm, today, I'm talking
3: straight to Avril. I mean, but, Overwatch One was abandoned, like it's like it was abandoned. So like, I, I was well, this like this is exact like he agreed that tanks need to be reworked that are existing in the game, and he agrees that supports are too high, and those on, things hard. don't happen.
2: I think both of those are achievable, which is I why. Think I If we've the had a world where
4: supports are too weak, and we've had a world where supports are too strong, wouldn't it be logical to think that there is also That's a theoretical world where they're they're actually in the middle? We'll like, see you in the next the year. It's the case that we, well, we'll we could never. Think, hang on. I just think isn't that like irrational to think we they can be both too strong I, and too weak, but they cannot ever that, be in between those two values? That th- that point, no, Hawk, I think, I think role, you have dude. the wrong conclusion. I think you have the wrong
1: conclusion, Hawk. I think what you should say is. One of the big reasons that the justification for 5v5 that Jake brought up, that I think like did have some merit to it, I just don't think the cost was worth it, was the idea that there were less people queuing tank, and therefore removing one of the tanks is a good way to like make sure match quality and queue times could be improved, right? If going to 5v5 then made support so weak that it has to be buffed so much, that now other people are queuing much less of the other two roles because support has just become so strong. Wouldn't that present the exact same problem that tanks had in 6v6 towards the latter end of it in that now there's – like it, it's created the same – It's maybe it's just the same pendulum. I'm trying to think about – SBB, you might have to help me out here. You know how you do it. Help me get my ideas out there because I always miss – Well, I guess the idea – the make.
0: argument that you're making, Simon, essentially, yeah. I think, is that if, well, yeah, if yeah, we're saying, saying that supports question. are too strong – and that's the outlier role that needs to be fixed. What can? What's to say that tank the outlier role in Overwatch One couldn't be swung back to be at the accurate power level? And I can already I anticipate. I can already I anticipate Jake and Avro will say, "Well, we tried it and it didn't work."
2: No, no, no. Did I don't. Try. I, I actually, that, I would actually uh, concede that maybe we didn't try enough. But I also think it's far more difficult to be able to get that tank balance right in Overwatch One because again, I'm going to just say the same shit again. Because the tank synergies available. Meant that the gap between optimized tanks and non-optimized tanks is way greater than the gap between that in the DPS role or the support role. The, the how that how that operates in tanks is absolutely ridiculous, and that's what makes it really difficult to balance. Because if you 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 can't make if you if, look if the average player is not having fun on tank. You can't just improve tanks. You can't make tanks stronger. The reason why is because good players are going to optimize the shit out of two tanks working together, and our tank is unbelievably impressive, like stupidly strong. But if you, if you adjust it base on that, if you, if you balance tanks based on what the top-level players can do, where they can just highly synergize together, now the tanking experience is way worse for the average player, because now, you know, unless you're like hardcore optimizing, the game just blows. So no matter which way you do it, it, it you're not going to find the answer. It's going to be bad for somebody by a lot.
4: Okay. I think you- there's definitely a, a point to be made in the the as far as the comps go that like refutes this idea that supports are just as bad as tanks, which is if you actually look at like support comps right now, if, even if you just imagine, think about different support comps right now. Yes, there's some really bad ones, right? These like you know, Zen Moira or Mercy Moira. There's some like heroes that just like you can't imagine how they fit together. But there's a lot of heroes that, that like any support you can think of, like Mercy is pretty much viable with like any flex support, sort of viable with Brig. Viable, yeah, yeah, so Kiriko's of, like, support, right? Like, so, so, you know, like, there's a lot of heroes that work with Mercy, even, like, sort of an off-meta hero. But, like, any support, I think, that's arguably on Even Moira now, Moira used to just be, like, Lucio only. Now it's, like, Moira Kiriko is sort of viable in Dive Comp. Um, so so as they've added more supports, they, but and not even added more supports, right? Like, it, always in Overwatch in general, yes, the supports need to heal each other. That's, like, the core synergy they need to accomplish that... I'm not just Moira and my Zen's in the other side of the map. We just like, I cannot help him and he's going to die alone. Like, that's how it's going to happen, you know? And so, yes, there's like a huge problem there. But almost every support can heal each other. Like, you don't, there's there's exceptions to this, but almost every support can like within reason be there to heal their other support. And that's like a part of their gameplay loop As two supports that like, you don't just get to like pick them off alone. They can, they heal each other to keep the healing alive. That's how the game works for everyone. Is like, kill the supports and then they run out of healing and then we can, you know, get ahead and win the game kill the DPS, they they lack damage, they can't pressure our tank. We get ahead, we win the game. Like we find the opening pick and if they don't kill us back, we're gonna snowball the game um, and slowly get a bigger and bigger lead off that pick. But I think on on support, like those synergies aren't nearly as enforced as they were in in 66 tanks. Like what are the heroes that that actually work well with Winston? I mean it is it is like Diva and Zary. Like nothing else actually works well with Winston. what are the heroes that actually work? Don't forget
1: about Cleave Comp on Nepal Village,
4: Ryan. Ryan, like, I'm just messing with you. I'm messing with you. you, There might be like ultra tech exceptions to this, but if you think about like across the game and you're just thinking in a a vacuum, all the maps, right? How many heroes actually work well with Ryan? Ryan's not too bad, right? Ryan's got like Diva, Zarya, arguably Orissa, and Sigma are like kind of okay too. So Ryan's not that bad, you know. Zarya, it's I mean, you could say Sigma Zarya's Bible Hawk, I think you're you're like smoking crack, thinking that's like yeah, a normal It's not a tank who, like, lost It's, you, it's not a tank it's who, a like, loss. like, but, like, but you, like, like, when you think of Zarya, you think of the tanks who want to run in. That's the tank who I play with Zarya. And so, right, whereas on support, I feel like it's like there's one or two that you can't play with, with each support. Maybe. Some supports, it's like, I don't know, fucking Lucio, kind of go with everything. Maybe Mercy is, like, a problem you lack healing. Even then, there's some comps that run Lucio Mercy and just, like, super flank and dive and stuff. But the point is that each tank has, like, a few combos. Like, less than 50% of the other tanks are, like, viable combos with them. And on support, it's more like there's one or two that don't fit. I.e., tanks are more reliant on the synergy that they're, the, the right tank offers them versus supports where it's like, yeah, you want somebody who can heal you, but, like, beyond that, is how many sport combos are there that are actually okay. unplayable dog shit? Like
0: point well made, Sam?
4: I, I, I think the reason for that is because of the roll
1: passive and it, it increases the margin for error because the sports just heal themselves so much that I wouldn't- I think that in Overwatch 1 that was far less true because I think the support passive is just so good that they can just position on their own and Narnia heal on their own and still contribute much more I, I think that- I think it's hard to judge that or I would argue that it's hard to judge that in Overwatch 2 just because of how good that passive has gotten and I still but think Which those supports things are can there? actually
4: do that? Like what support can, like that relies or that actually relies on the support passive I, that I like, feel like flanks. I feel
1: like a that what do you mean that like like what do
4: you mean? Like well my point is like a... on Kiriko, like like I don't think I think people overrate the support passive being that good. It's like I think it's crazy. It's a long cooldown to not take damage to actually like get a self-realistically second, is, is second seconds right now. If somebody goes on you, I think it's two seconds, they've nerfed it. I think I if think... somebody goes on can, you and is like this. fighting, like when I'm playing DPS and I try to kill a support. That passive is like not in my mind. I don't even think about the support passive. I don't know. I, I think- It's like I feel if he like, runs I like away really from me and that. he survives, that then he's gonna going to heal go but like, whenever I what, want so li- what's So DPS, literally hero? today
0: it was buffed to two- or nerfed to two seconds. Literally today on the patch, oh, okay, okay. it is now two oh, that's seconds. Nice. new patch. Okay, okay. okay.
4: But my point is, even, even before this patch, I was playing recently, it's like I never even think about this because it's like, if I'm going on DPS and attending to kill a support hero, when am I gonna stop dealing damage to him for a second? That means they, I they already just, failed. The I, I, I agree. Can play that. On the I agree. That. Like, like, like if, if you're on a, a support, though. you're trying to kill him. He's not getting his passive. He's getting healed from the other support to stay alive. Maybe that's true. That's but like the, the support, the, passive the support passive is like he already won the duel that. against. You, okay, okay, but the support so passive.
0: Sam, I don't, I don't even know where you're going with this play. I think you need to recenter to where you were. Like, I don't know if the support yeah, passive is really yeah, helping. Yeah, my you.
4: my
1: point is that like this because like I would say in Overwatch one supports did heavily rely on each other about to the same degree, if not more than well. To, to a, Are you, a you could say it's more, but I think the support uh, pattern Jake, is Jake
0: Jake, 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 Jake,
1: I would say in Overwatch 1, these characters definitely heavily relied on each other, without a doubt. Like, playing on a brig, that was essential, I feel like, in a lot of these dive comps. Playing BAP with double shield, that was essential to playing double shield comp. Um, and then I guess you could flex the zen or the brig, depending on what- And I- I, I will concede that I think that tanks definitely have more of that in-line synergy together. But I think that in Overwatch 1, before the support passive was in the game, the supports were definitely right up there with it. I think that margin was much smaller than you guys are giving it credit for. But um, I guess you guys could attest more to how the um, meta comps came out okay, towards uh, the latter half of Overwatch 1.
2: I'll, I'll respond to Sam here. You are talking about supports relying on each other. My argument isn't that even here, these two heroes in this role that rely on each other. I'm talking about what kind of broken oppressive situations can you create. So it's not just about like, oh, do supports need each other, heal each other, blah blah blah, peel for each other. Great. Tanks do way more than that. Not only do they help each other in terms of like defensive, offensively, we're talking about creating situations and we don't even have to get into double shield. Like tanks synergies together in all directions, whereas offensive, defensive, whatever, they skew the game. They really do. Um and that is just more than all the other roles, especially Which example? more than DPS.
5: Like, Let's use I think
2: Winsendiva mean, is a very safe name, example. Any, name it does, it does, the, the specific combo doesn't matter. The fact is that the combo... Any combo at all. Any combo at all versus no combo. And you could say like, oh yeah, well if you play two supports, like, what would you say? Like Zen Moro or some shit? Yeah, I guess that kind of sucks as well. <laughs> but like two tanks that are not synergized... Like the pendulum swings way hard of tank. Two tanks that really synergize, they swing really hard in the oppressive symmetry. Two tanks that are not synergized swing really hard in the opposite direction, way more than any other role swings in terms of how far they can swing either I way. I
1: don't think playing two tanks, a Cyber and Double Shield in Overwatch 1 was that impressive. I think that's where we all just disagree. No, I no, think no, no, there's no, plenty okay. of room for counterplay. Okay. And, play. Can
2: I, can
1: and I, st- I think that it, I think that support and tank in both of those synergies together in Overwatch 1 and how they worked, like w- when they worked, like Lucio and Moira, sometimes with the Monkey 6-man comps, or whether it, be, um, whether it be double bubble comps with Winston Zarya with Ana Brig. I don't think that either of those were bad for the game or so oppressive and i think go ahead because I,
2: I i don't i think i think we um i think like yes but like that's not the point i was trying to make i think it may, okay, maybe maybe i go missed ahead, yeah. slightly i'm not talking about like oh this is why i said like it doesn't i'm not specifically talking about stuff like double shield like it's oppressive in terms of what people think in terms of meta. what i'm talking about is from a design perspective like how let's let's forget about the specific combos with this double shield it's how two tanks Compound each other's abilities, how they mitigate for each other, how they increase each other's powers, both defensively and offensively, is greater than what other roles can do. Regardless of what the specific, like you, you I don't, we don't have to name specific tank doers. I mean, Jake can just list them all off if he wants to, but that's not the point. And the point okay. is, it's greater than the other roles, sure. right? That's the ultimate. Sure. Because I, I'll, it's I'll give you than that. Other, because it's because greater of the than the, the nature other of how roles, tanks work. that creates massive problems with balance. And as I said earlier, if you if if tanks are bad and like. People don't want to play them, and they're not fun and they're weak. If you make them stronger, it's unreal at the higher level where people can really optimize. And the opposite is also true, where if tanks are, you know, uh, um, if you need to nerf tanks, then you know, it's it's still hang on, it's it's just it's just true generally speaking that, with, no matter which way you you do it, I, I said this earlier much better. So now I'm kind of like fucking. I think the problem is War either War.
4: nobody wants to play them or they're hyper broken on the synergy. Like if the they don't feel strong, then even when not, no one no plays one wants them, to play
2: them, it's still it's still you're you required to optimize no matter what, whether they're strong or not strong. You're required to optimize them. If they're not strong, you're required to optimize them because they're not very strong. If they're very strong, you're required to optimize them even more because now you're giga pounding the other team if you optimize them properly.
1: Well, so, do you not? Okay, okay. sorry, I, I agree. Let me. Can I respond, Hawk? and Then you can go. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys there. Tank the interconnectivity between certain tank heroes were greater than other characters. I think it was slightly more important than support. That's what made the role special. That's what made the role fun. That's what gave it depth. That's what raised its skill ceiling. And the only time that people really, really hated it and it got to be too much was either an open queue for goats, or in double shield for two-two-two roll lock. I don't think people hated double bubble. I don't think people hated Winston Diva. I don't think people hated. Um, I Lines hated Winston Aria. Diva. <laughs> <Fun fact. laughs> yeah, fair. I'll, I'll well, I mean, that. I mean,
4: it's not that I hated Winston Diva. It's that. I hated pl- if 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 I'm on DPS and they have Winston Diva and my skin thinking, comp yeah. is some butt cheeks, Damn. I just show up and, on and the flank, just... I'm dead. Okay, that was fun. I gotta oh, yeah, play yeah, Sniper's or yeah, yeah. Tracer. Sam
0: Sam Sam.
1: <laughs> and and but that 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 see that still kind of has to happen where you get forced out. It's just I'm doing it on Somber now, like against Widows and stuff, and against countless Immortal characters, and I don't find that fun. But c- continuing, I think the general populace did not find that to be a bad thing, I think that was very balanceable, and it was easier to balance than in 5v5, where now you are all competing for one spot, and instead of those tanks somehow being punishable and actually having to use those abilities in tandem, which is a very high skill, something harder thing to do, generally speaking, now all that power is just put into the base stats, base health, base abilities of all of these characters that can do everything, and the supports just bail them out for free by pressing one button. That's not a better Damn. game, in my opinion.
2: What what I'm arguing for is that the extreme sides of the pendulum in terms of tank balance, this is specifically for two tanks here, needed to be reduced. and needed to be normalized and centralized in the middle. So I've kind of outlined what those two extremes are, where you have two tanks that are fully optimized and two tanks that are just not anti-Synergy. The level of anti-Synergy that exists in tanks is also greater than the other roles as well. I think, I don't know if anyone disagrees with that. I, I generally think that's the legitimate I I, I don't so,
3: agree because... They have yet to do it in, like, five years on support. They have yet to do it. Do what? They There there hasn't been a middle ground on support in, like, five years. They're either either useless That's, or they're broken. There hasn't been a middle ground.
4: They're,
2: no, we're not talking about the same thing here. I'm, I'm talking about, like, in terms of how the, how the oh, role synergizes with itself. Oh, the
4: synergy well, with the, one the two another. Not well, I think extremes. extremes. I think
3: too yeah, many heroes yeah. have came out on support that have zero weaknesses that... Have too high of healing that do everything. Yeah, we everything. agree this supports a yeah, problem. Exactly. right? We, we do
2: agree, but I'm I'm but talking about balance. Same... I'm talking about how this impacts balance and that the the where where this uh, I'm trying to lead into in terms of like reducing the pendulum is that it's an easier game for the devs to balance once you can reduce that pendulum. Otherwise, that problem I... even exists forever, where that pendulum just swings too wide.
3: I think this is something that we will just never ever even get close to agreeing on. Yeah. I think that we just will never agree that we will be able that. Like I don't I don't know
2: like how I don't the them. the them. I, just, I think the one, I, have a, I, have a, a, I have a
4: useful so, way to phrase this debate, I guess, which yeah. is that I think the question you have to think about is from the devs perspective, making a new hero. What are the things we can give to a new hero, like a theoretical hero that doesn't exist yet, as we're making more content okay. for the game? What are the things we can give to a new hero? I would say the 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 reason the consequence of what avril and I are saying as like this this you know, AoE synergy stacking is too much, is that it limits the devs too hard on making new heroes. You say Queen might be balanced, but I think like giving an AoE health and speed ability to a tank well, maybe she doesn't get health. Like,
3: maybe she just gets speed. Get like or yeah. if right, it does right, too right. much,
4: you can but reduce the numbers. That's the right. point. That's true. But but I mean I mean even just like an AoE speeding ability. I, I I think it's like it's like you maybe it can only be health. Maybe it can't be speed. And so my, my point is that you have to like you could say you could just like neuter all the stats, but that's—I mean—the abilities have to feel impactful. If the devs are going to make a hero that's I fun, mean, all the abilities have to feel
3: in Overwatch 1. Just because Zarya doesn't have double, bu- she can't the, double the whole or something. The was 1. that it Did was too impactful.
4: So, so my point is this: my point is this is that to make a new hero which has impactful abilities that feel meaningful to use and feel feel just like there's like a fun like I get to press this button and it does something and I can like have impact. To make that. And, but at the same time, not run afoul of creating some monster comp like Double Shield is an example. I think Winston Diva is an example, but Winston Diva is maybe too high skill for like the average player since Sam's point is hard to execute. You actually have to be like in sync about going together at the right time with your team. Um, so maybe that made it not that bad for most players. But I think it makes the devs have to worry about what what else am I gonna, what else am I scared of enabling? Like, what if, if like now, we, like anytime somebody plays Ryan, we just have to play Queen because Queen giving Ryan like extra speed lets him like get on top of people who now can't escape unless they also have speed. Right. Whereas if at least if is the only source of speed, we can both we can dance to Lucio's all day. But now I have one more source of speed on tank and I have to run that too because we're gonna play rush mirrors and we need one little bit more speed means we get on top of you and you can't escape. Okay, I, I think I can sum this up. Like, like I think yeah, I think
3: you don't you don't think that devs could have done it. I think the devs could have done it.
0: I think on what I could balance make these heroes work. I, 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 I just think don't that, think you, you would I, have to. You make don't You it don't think it's a dev issue. I now. think it's a dev issue. Like, I, yeah. The, okay. the, the,
3: the, like I, I think it was balanceable. You
4: don't. That's pretty much okay. like what it comes down to.
0: So we are. I think we're like we've, they we've
4: could had... do it, but it, the heroes wouldn't be as fun. Like Queen wouldn't be as fun if she didn't I, have speed. I, I, I don't agree. She, I has think, sorry, place she has dark playstyles. I still think she was fun.
0: I okay, we're kind of one. we're sorry, arguing subject, guys. guys, guys We're I'm arguing subjective. We're arguing subjective fun at this point. I think there's a lot of really good foundational points we've made back and forth, but I think now we're coming to the points where we're like the clear divides yeah, like, are kind of have been formed. The start, it won't well, go the clear, anymore, well, the clear right? well, well we the clear divides are formed, and we know case
4: that we're unlikely to convince each other. I think that's yes, the reality. but I, but I, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I'm gonna get you guys to give your concluding thoughts anyway, so you don't have to worry about that, Avril. But like. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think there was never really, it wasn't necessary that we were going to have to turn each other into believing 5v5 five or, five or 6 6 was better in a two to three hour conversation. I think the idea is to highlight the benefits of each and uh, to provide an informed discussion for people to make up their own minds and give it some more thought. Maybe the devs will give it some more thought. I know they'll be watching this one. So there'll be something for them to consider about <laughs> your complaints, Hawk and Sam, about what you miss about 6v6. Uh, six six. So I think at this point, it would be good to give your concluding summaries, right? Like your concluding arguments. You gave opening statements. You've now had it out. You've listened to each other's points. So it might be worth giving like a summary of like, and I'll give you a little bit longer on this one to be like, look, I've heard what they've had to say, but this is still why I believe what I believe. Uh, Avril or Hawk, you guys kind of said just you stop. wanted to have some things first, but is there anything before we go to concluding, is there anything else you want to bring up? I-, I can just add it into my concluding statement. I think okay, maybe that would be Apple. better. I want to do that. Yeah, um, I. I-
2: I will just say that like the the overview picture for me i i don't want to get into the weeds of too much micro stuff i'm i'm trying to look as over overview top down as possible on a lot of this kind of stuff and for me it's about what leads to the the better design direction of the game that is especially easier for the devs to accomplish because unfortunately a game like overwatch is just going to be really hard to balance people keep complaining like oh the devs don't know how to balance you can't balance you know they they suck at balancing the game The real reality of it is I think basically any dev team would struggle to balance this game. This game is notoriously hard to balance. And a lot of the difficulties in balancing is the difference between how very good players approach the game and how people who are not very good at the game, how casual players approach the game and the way that the game is played. Um, You know, it's trying to balance for either side is like a monumentally different task because it feels like somebody ends up losing if you balance for one side or the other. You know, and we discussed plenty of times. It's like if, if the five of us were, were the balance team, we would probably balance this to be very, very good for the competitive players who can get the most out of the game. And we would have the most fun. you would have a fucking shitload of fun if we were the guys balancing the game. But I think the casual player gold, they would just get punished hardcore and that they would not have a fun game. And the unfortunate reality is the devs have to think about both sides. So my viewpoint is when I look at the difference between five and, five and six and six, I'm thinking about what makes the game easier for the devs to try and balance and wrap their head around and to me it's not even about a discussion of like well we just have less heroes because i'm not advocating for 4v4 i'm not trying to take us to a 1v1 game but what i am saying is that i think tank was a specifically uh a big enough issue in 6v6 and the reason why i even brought up because i I think you know maybe some people in chat didn't understand why i even brought like four tanks five tanks whatever the reason i bring that up is to prove a point that tanks compounding their strengths upon each other is magnitudes greater than any other role and i think using that example was just so clear um and so it's not even of like we, we just get to the point where you know having reducing the pendulum the extremity of like here is the extreme end of what the two best play, two extremely good two tank players can do together in terms of synergy versus what two tank players that don't talk to each other randomly picking pick anti synergy if we can reduce those extremes, we have an easier game to balance. And I personally believe those extremes on the tank side are far greater than the other roles. That's the issue, and that's why I'm advocating for one tank and advocating for five v five. But you know, there's there's plenty I agree with in 6v6 because I don't I don't even think 6v6 was that awful. Truth be told, when I first heard about the announcement of five v five, I was like, there's no way. Surely we can't change the game to five v five. Like 6v6 is fine, right? Like I believe that. But over time, I've come to really believe in five v five because I think it's the better direction for the game, based on the things I've outlined, but a lot of things do need to improve. We need to look at supports, and we need to look at, you know, um, being able to update tanks from where they were in 6v6 to better fit into the 5v5 model. If we can do that, then the game will be better.
0: Thank you for that, Avril. Very well put. Hawk, how about you go next? This you want to closing... give us your thoughts? Yes, your what closing thoughts. Is... Yes.
3: Um, I think that, I'm going to kind of respond to him, but I do think that, are giving some of the development balance a little bit too much credit with some of the stuff they pulled over the years. Like, I'm going to be honest, almost every bad decision was made at some point in development of Overwatch, and especially going into Overwatch 2. I think that a lot of things were lost with 5.5, and in my opinion, not much was gained. And obviously, I'm a tank player. I'm not even, like, I'm not even an off-tank player anymore. Like, I play, like, 8 out of the 11 heroes, like, the top level. Like, I'm not even an off-tank player anymore. So, I think a lot was lost, and there is a community that wants 6v6 back, and there is a community that misses Overwatch 1. And, honestly, eventually, I do think an Overwatch Classic will come out, or there will be a 6v6 limited time mode. I do all, I I do honestly think this will eventually, like, I, I do obviously think I don't even know why. Well, I, my biggest thing I would like is to see six v six played with a well balanced mode in two days, so I could be proven right or wrong in my opinion. And i just get rid of open queue. Like who plays open queue five v five? That just, just put it there. Do, I think.
4: I think they do. I think. They do? I, think. I think. the queue times are really fast because it's open Q, right? So.
3: Oh yeah, that is true. That is. But obviously, good. it's that's, just heinous That that's, <laughs> that's a whole. Other, that's a whole other thing that you could you balance the game without roll queue, which.
1: That's so sometimes, much
3: but sometimes I do think you can. Okay, this is I'm getting off topic. Well, <laughs> but my main thing is that <laughs> my main thing is that there is a community for 66. There is a community that wants a lot of Overwatch fun back, and they think a lot of the magic was lost in 55. Whether or not that can be fixed with tanks being updated or supports being nerfed, we'll see. We'll see through the next year. Like if, if it doesn't if it doesn't get better the next year, like I think more and more people will start to realize like maybe we did have a better. But we'll just we just have to wait and see at this point. But this is my opinion now, and I don't know if it will change.
0: Yeah, thanks, Hulk. I mean, obviously, a lot of people will say, and I'll, I'll throw this now that you know, you, you, you. I know Sam has been developing a 6v6 patch for a while. That's something certainly that can be done in the workshop is to is to make a version. I think it's obviously not a fair test in the sense that you're putting all the pressure on yourself. You're gonna have voluntary people playing. All those people are already going to be inclined to be preferring 6v6. But if you wanted to recapture the magic, then that's certainly something that can start off and, and you can have a look of what it might feel like if we got some pugs going for a, a, a fan-made 6v6 patch. I know, Sam, you've been working on it. Funny story on that later. I'll tell you later. Okay, okay. You can tell me later. Uh, I'll let... Yeah. Sam, actually, do you want to go next then? And we'll let Jake well, oh, round started. up. I,
1: I started.
4: I'll, I'll go
0: last. Okay, all right. Cool then. Jake, you go ahead.
4: Yeah, so I guess I want to start with just, like, I think the most important point is ultimately the the reality of the player base that like we can talk all day about the theory of like oh it was so fun to play two tanks but if that were the case then there wouldn't have been this like extreme difference in queue times it wouldn't have been the case that the player base the revealed preference of the player base is that they don't want to play tank and although we could say well we could make tank better and make people want to play in the end i think there's like even if less people want to play tank in in overwatch 2 i don't think it's by half I think reducing the demand for tanks or the need for tanks by fifty percent, there's no way it like nuked the player. If it if it had like like eighty percent of people don't want to play tank now or whatever, like you know the if it had been more extreme, then we would still see tank queue times be instant and the other queue times be really long, like we did in Overwatch Overwatch One Sixty Six. And so I think the reality is that actually, as you'd expect, okay, that the new heroes coming to support, okay, more people are playing support. Like, when an, I'm sure the same thing will happen when a new hero comes on DPS or tank. People will play those roles more. I think the queue times, for, at least for me, what I can see when I just look at, like, the three queue times, but obviously it's really skewed because it's GM, is that there's a much more balanced queue time, which suggests that the game fits the revealed preferences of the player base better than 6v6 did. Even if, in theory, a 6v6 game with four willing tank players was better, the reality is there weren't four willing tank players for to to, to add to the six willing... DPS and support players that, that exist in the game. Like the ratio was off, and they just had to. That's more important than anything else, ultimately, is that the game, the product is actually like high quality and fits what people actually show they want to play. Um, so I think for me, that's the most important core idea. I also think to, to further Avro's point about this multi tank stacking being a problem is that you think about the history of the game and like all the metas in Overwatch 1. There was, to my remembering, there was two metas with three supports. One of them was GOATS. The other one was Brig came out. People hadn't realized they should play GOATS yet. We played, like, Mercy Zen Brig yeah, for a while. Yeah. And, and so so, so it was both Brig comps. It was two Brig comps where, like, the only times I can ever remember three supports ever being meta. Right? And and DPS, even more rare. Right? I don't think... Three DPS metas are, like... They happen. They happen you sometimes. You could say like, there was, like, some, some new Ball Cheese, had... and there was some, like, 2cp meme strats but like in the scope of the game that was like when the game was like sort of reasonably being played competitively and optimized very rare very rare whereas triple tank meta was exceedingly common historically even before goats right even before goats like winston or like winston diva zarya comps or like ryan diva zarya, or like when hog was really broken like hog zarya ryan you know, like there were a lot, a lot of triple tank comps, even with, with I mean, arguably Rodog's not a great example for this, but there's in general, there's historically there's been a lot of triple tank metas. And that's because the diva matrix is a strong ability, right? What makes it stronger is if your whole goddamn team can fit inside your diva matrix. <laughs> like like that's you know what I mean? Like I like, mean, to she me, did have four that's the matrix back then. To me, Wait. I think that but I think that's like to make a clear example, like that's the reason this AoE stacking is so broken. What's better, like, Ryan Shield's a pretty big ability, it right? has a lot of HP to get through for the enemy team. What happens if my whole team is behind the Ryan Shield? What happens if when I Zarya bubble, my five teammates are in a line behind me and you literally can't what? even shoot them? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 it doesn't have to be five, but you see my point. The more, what the nature of tanks is that the more we group up in AoE tanking abilities, the more strong and effective the tanking ability becomes. So the more we AOE, the more we stack with each other, the better each one of our abilities gets. And then it just trends toward, why not run another AoE stacking ability? We're going to stack up anyway. Let's make it even better. And let's play Lucio 24-7 because we're all going to stack up better. I think that trend that the game was always pushing towards, we should stack up as like the metagame, play more tanks, play more heroes that hard group with each other, It it like... For me, heroes like, let's say, like, Kiriko, I honestly don't know if Kiriko could have been relevant in, like, a world where everyone's playing mass tanks because, yeah, the ult's pretty good for that, but then, like, she doesn't have, like, an AoE healing mechanic. She really likes The the TP is not that relevant if you're just going to stack up and play together all the whole game. Like, some of these heroes that are, I think, more interesting and unique and individualistic that I think are really, really fun in Overwatch 2, I don't know if they would have fit in a world where Overwatch 1 where the game was so heavily based around grouping up Stacking with your teammates, like playing off the two tanks or or more tanks in the past. But let's say even the two tanks, it, it was always they are the center of the game and we, we all revolve around them, the rest of the heroes. And right. I think that ultimately had to go to allow the game to be more free, to allow individuals to, to be more free and to play the map more widely. Yes, we had to rework maps. Yes, we had to rework tons of heroes, and there's still so much more to do. But I do think there's just a brighter future in a world where the game isn't made for pro teams to like hard play all the synergies together and like random people can hop on overwatch maybe they've got to do it maybe they're just solo queue and they can just like do their thing and like that's reasonably okay like you're not forced i think to play as structured of a game so people say it's like deathmatch i think the reality is obviously it's, it's not deathmatch. it's still a game with abilities it's a middle ground between the heavy heavy structure we had in 66 to like, yes, there's less structure, and yes, that makes it feel more deathmatchy. That's a world I like. I have more fun playing Overwatch these days than, than I used to, honestly. I'm um, playing that, solo that's, Q.
3: Still, that's, that's your opinion, and that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. a problem with yeah. that, you know?
4: Yeah. Nice. Ultimately, I appreciate, that's kind of the key, them. is that it does come down to your feelings and your opinions. Yeah. But I do think and the role argument of the player base... Well. I think the player <laughs> base argument is one that goes beyond feelings, though. The idea okay. that okay. less okay. people okay. in general like playing tank, and so the game shouldn't ask as many tanks to sure.
0: exist. Sure, 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 sure. I think it's it's good that you guys have that you know respect, and and you can kind of agree to disagree. So that's great to see. Sam, round us off then with your thoughts on yeah. So so funny thing of my
1: 6v6 patch I, I had it kind of done and then they changed the tank health pools in open queue and that's how they measured like the value so it got completely skewed so I had to remake oh. it if I'm going to do it so it was, it was funny but nah guys I I had a lot of fun today. that was definitely like one of the more fun group ups like ever it's, it's cuz usually a lot of the time on group up like you, you, SV does a good job of getting devils advocate but that was definitely the most fun like debate that you know I've had on here so that was a great time Yep Um I would say a couple things. I would say that I, I definitely agree. You know, I was an advocate for Roll Q when, when Jake's kind of referencing, you know, that like how broken stacking was and stacking abilities and the brawl of goats and that stuff. And I would agree that's very, very difficult to balance. You know, I, I just wish that Roll Q had gotten the, the 6v6 Roll Q, would have gotten a better chance to actually go in there and fix. There was really just the one, the four outlying heroes that really kind of made that go awry with Double Shield were Bap, Brig and Arisa and Sigma who just were overkitted and I think they absolutely could have been tuned but I think the focus was too much on uh on 5v5 and a lot of the like I understand where a lot of the points come from I just think this was the first time that we lost more than we gained for the game and that diversion that ceiling specifically in the tank role and for tank players and then now how it's kind of forced me to play as a damage player and the support creep I think those are all byproducts of 5v5 and that's why I think I would prefer to play 6v6, of course 5v5 is functional, right? Like I I think anybody and I've called them out on this who say 5v5 is going to kill the game, it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. The game is still functional, it's still Overwatch, it's just a different style of Overwatch. I just personally think it's created its own set of problems and further emphasized specific problems from Overwatch 1 in a way that 6v6 didn't. And I just think that 6v6 did things a little bit better for the skill ceiling for casual players than 5v5 has ultimately done and i think it's a big overhaul that i would have preferred to just stay with 6v6 and try to fix the issues there than go to 5v5 but if you prefer 5v5 you know all the power to you 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 choose what you love i just thought that 6v6 offered more and i've always been an advocate of a game having the lowest skill floor possible and the highest skill ceiling so there's a better longevity of play and more you can do and those are the kind of games that appeal to me so for me personally that's kind of where i stand and you know, whatever you think, you're entitled to think it. And that's that's all I got. I, You know, I that's why I kind of thought 6v6 was a little bit better. I thought there was just more to do and more options individually as a player to actually go in and win a fight.
0: Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that a lot. I think, yeah, I mean, I think obviously it is a subjective thing, which we must remember. I think there's a lot of people who get in discussion with the kind of, no, it's just objectively better, guys. Like, it's just, I'm going to prove it to you. And it's like, well, it's 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 everyone's feeling of how they experience playing the game. Some people, as we've brought up, you know, they lamented the loss of no hero limits, right? And some people lamented the loss of open queue. Uh, I, my hot take is that I think we probably lost more people from the transition from open queue to roll queue than 6v6 to 5v5. I think like when I, whenever I anecdotally speak to people who stopped playing Overwatch, they're like, I missed I when agree. it was open queue. Like I think when we, when they changed to roll queue, I got really bored because I had to pick my role before I started. I couldn't just it's sit in queue. Yeah, and sit in queue as opposed to just like play and then adapt in the middle of the game. I think I think Even the actual true... Industry. Yeah, the true casual experience was actually that because I think like everyone could just play sure. and have fun and I think that was actually the true casual experience. So there's always going to be a discussion about where, or what could have been, what it should have been. But as long as we can have these healthy, uh, respectful exchanges of opinion, I think that's always helpful. And I think it will genuinely help the devs, I hope, anyways, in kind yeah. of getting I some mean, perspective. Arrow? Yeah, this
2: was a really fun discussion and like um, I, th- I think... There is no, I, I I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm pretty sure none of us think like, um, that there's no benefits on the other side. Of it. There's definitely things that both v six and five five have done better, and there's plenty of things that both have done worse. And uh, I will, even though I've defended five five, I will never say that five five is perfect. As I mentioned, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and um, yeah, I li- I live for the um the 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 debates where we disagree though. So this was a ton of fun to that actually be a really part of be fun. That was be part really, of really really one. And just fun. and just by the way, like Sam and I are friends. I'm like I'm memeing a little bit with the background, but like we're laughing, we're chilling. Like so like don't nobody get fucking weird about
0: it. We are chat yeah, chat we, got very from. strangely heated today. I don't know where they came from, but there was a lot of really it's so passionate funny. really passionate six v six defenders out in chat were really, really upset by uh Slander towards I think that, their... well, the
4: Well, pe- the only people who are still thinking about this are people <laughs> who yeah. want sixty-six because each other yeah. I right, just play the game. You know, fuck off. Yeah. I don't care what you think.
1: It's, it's <laughs> like the people who leave like bad, like you know the 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 trend about leaving like Yelp reviews or something. It's like well, like and sometimes reviews are always negative because those are usually people that have something to say, right? It's, it's kind of like that. I, you know, I always think like me and my best buddies are always like this too. You know, we disagree all the time, and like the willingness to have the conversation with each other is. A sign of our friendship and it's it's just a good time avril that was that was that was one of our better ones man that was one of our best you guys should see our dms they're always funny
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're good yeah and i appreciate all the all four of you for coming on and giving me your thoughts and opinions and your time it was really really i think informative to everyone watching and i hope you guys had a good one so thank you to jake samito avril and hawk for his first appearance as well thanks hawk for 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 tuning in it was lovely to have uh the perspective from an active pro player as well so yeah, i it's usually assisted these washed-up losers here with me. So they're they're uh, I'm tired of them, <laughs> tired of hearing them. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in for this stream. I'll be back in a minute. we to be playing some Boulder's Gate. But uh, thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evenings. Peace out.